Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Omax Health. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Omax 3 Ultra Pure is the purest omega-3 supplement on the market. Now, some of you probably asking yourself, Adam, what are omega-3s? Well, there's something that we all don't have enough of. They help alleviate joint pain, inflammation, and muscle soreness in your body. Uh, they also improve your mood, your focus, your memory, boost brain and cardiovascular health, plus more. We all need them. And if you're going to get them, get them from Omax Health. All right. They've got the ultra pure omega-3 supplement on the market that is the best in the biz. You want it right now? Well, here's what you do. To get a free box of Omega-3 Ultra Pure Supplements, go to tryomax.com slash ALN right now to get that box of Omega-3s for free, baby. When you go to tryomax, that's T-R-Y-O-M-A-X dot com slash ALN and get a free box of Omega-3s with your first purchase. All right? Do it. Start living your life the right way. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Omega-3 lover and user Adam Ray. Goodbye, 2018. Hello, 2019. It's good to see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a new year. Go grab a beer or some vodka. Or some vodka, whatever you like. It's your time to rise and shine, to be your best self in 2019. That's the year. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, give it up for that song. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Just got done with shows at Helium Comedy Club. Thanks to everybody that came out. Portland. Sold out some shows, man. A lot of ALN fans, which was dope to see. Shows were amazing. Uh, I'll be at uh, Helium in Philadelphia this week, Thursday through Saturday. Get your tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. The revamped AdamRayComedy.com by my buddy Brad Crushed. Not Brad Williams. He doesn't know websites. Okay? Brad's barely on the internet. Um, (laughs) That's not true. He's a registered sex offender. No, uh, he's not. But he could be. I don't know. I'll ask him on the next podcast. Uh, but my buddy Brad up in Portland revamped my site, so uh, go there. Check it out, adamraycomedy.com. Helium this weekend, Philadelphia, January 8th through the 10th. Sorry, January 10th through the 12th. All right. Uh, today's episode, the first episode of 2019, it's a doozy, man. You guys know him from Fever Pitch, from Sex in the City, from White Collar, from everything. Google his name and a laundry list of uh, achievements will be on it. I'm talking about Willie Garson, baby. I met Willie on the set of The Bellman, the movie we shot together in Tucson this fall, which will be out uh, soon, actually. Uh, and just fell in love with him. He's a hilarious dude. Uh, been in the biz for so long. You would never guess it by looking at him. He looks like a 12-year-old boy. But he uh, has the skin of, a, of an old man and the stories of a traveled soldier in the Hollywood business. And it was so fun. We laughed so much in this one. So enjoy the hell out of it. Follow Willie on social media. At Willie Garson, follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at Alien Podcast, about last night podcast.com for past, present episodes, and Alien merch, beanies, sweats, and shirts. Get them for your friends and your family. And then go over to shopadamray.com uh, and get your uh, Adam Ray hats and shirts and hoodies. All right? Got some quick fat shirts up there. 
ton of fun stuff. I sold a bunch of merch this weekend in Portland, which was great. Thank you for doing that, fans. And uh, buy that shit. Take a picture. Tag me in it, and I'll repost it. Maybe send you some more free shit. Who knows, huh? All that's at shopadamray.com, which is on the new revamped adamraycomedy.com. Um, bradwilliamscomedy.com for all of Brad's tour dates. This weekend, Brad is at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Go see Brad January 10th through uh, the 13th at Hilarities, uh, Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, she is still streaming on Netflix. I play Swift Wind, uh, She-Ra's Talking Horse. Uh, more episodes are dropping soon on Netflix. Check that out. A lot of tour dates coming up at AdamRayComedy.com. Vegas, Spokane, Dallas, Austin, San Fran, Denver. Uh, all these dates with my new hour, which I'm hoping to shoot this spring, uh, is locked and loaded for these tour dates. So get your tickets at AdamRayComedy.com and come party. Uh, rate and comment the podcast on iTunes. Tell your friends and family. we got so many great apps coming up in the next couple of months. Um, so I think that's it. Now we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the first episode of 2019 of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Willie Garson. Well, the week. So it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. That, I mean, that that should be the actual name of this podcast. Dummy up, dummy up, because we're because we're both not smart people. You know that I don't understand anything about what a podcast is. I know that's why uh, you're here. This is yeah, your okay, intervention. Great. Yes. Well, first great. of all, pull the mic closer to your mouth. That's, yeah, that's what she, she said. Yeah, definitely said that. You want to hear a funny joke? This uh, comedian that hosted for me this weekend in uh, in St. Louis. Uh, she's pretty good. She's uh, newer, and and you know, her energy up top hosting. You know, was fine. She right. screwed up the names of people a lot and, and whatever. But uh, she did say the joke where she goes, that's what she said used to be. Like, there was a time when that was a funny joke. And now it's, that's what she said. And she said that. And oh, people, you so know what I'm saying? Like, so wow. times have changed. So it's, like, it's, so it's like a Me Too thing. How dare you walk in in the middle of my podcast? <laughs> His podcast debut? <laughs> is it, is it, are, are we popping your podcast? Jim? No, no. I've been on... Probably many podcasts. You've been on the see? Today Show, and I'm offended that you will. Drink I have been wine. on the Today Show, but that wasn't a podcast. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I mean, but they do it. They, it's podcasted, and st- is it really? You can listen to it after. I think, yeah. And um, bringing it full circle, many women on the Today Show when talking about Matt Lauer, though, that's what she said. That is. <laughs> that's what he has she a button said. on the desk, <laughs> right? That's, that's what, what she said. said. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. Um, when you were at the Today Show, did you get any? Sex button desk vibes from anybody. I've never been. Vibes. I've That's never. A great band name, yeah. by the I'm way. I'm trying to Sex think if I've been weapon. on the Today Show with Matt. With Matt. Okay. Yeah. I've been on the Plaza with Matt. Ooh. Okay. But I've never been inside Matt. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, I've never been inside with Matt. Well, but sure. I've been on, I've been on the show a lot with with. Hoda and Kathy Lee. Well, right. And if you want to be inside, Matt, he's got plenty of free time now. Yeah. And then I've been, and a lot of money. And then, so and much then, money. And then I've been on, I've been on a lot so with many Lester. I like Lester. Lester's cool. Lot. And I really like Al. That's, mm. I'm, go, I'm glad to hear that because Al Roker seems to me, like, look. There's what, not a lot going on. Oh, that's fine. He's friendly to everyone yeah. because there's nothing going on. He's like a big, dumb on. teddy bear, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll but, totally but take that. Totally kind. Yes. Like, yeah. Totally kind. And now, does that mean that the weather? And if you are a weatherman listening to this podcast, and you're, you might take offense to what I'm about to say, but does there not need to be a lot going on to be a weatherman woman? It depends. You can tell. Mm. Like I, I personally can tell that Fritz Coleman, <laughs> yeah, knows something about the weather. Yes. Like, like you weatherman can tell. out in here in Los Angeles. Yeah, like Fritz he, Coleman yeah, in, in Los Angeles. Also, stand-up comedian Fritz Coleman. Yes, he is. What? And no, and you don't know that? No. You didn't know that? No. He's got oh, head- he tours and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he's got headshots up at the Ice House in Pasadena. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's been going there for like twenty Dear years. God. Okay. Well, you and just a lot made of me feel weather, really questionable about my career. A lot of Fritz weather Coleman jokes. Has, like, a lot of weather jokes. Yeah. Of course. Like what? Well, he's I, had a I mean, field day with Stormy Daniel. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, no, but like, like when I grew up in New York, there was a guy named. Uh, there was a whole family. It was Frank Fields was the father. I love weatherman. Names. He was a weatherman. Yeah, yeah. His son was Storm Fields. Of course, Jesus, of course. It and was. then the daughter was Hale Fields. Like Hale Fields. It was yeah. something <laughs> mental like yeah. that. Tornado but, Fields was an odd was, choice for a name. It was but, yeah. quite obvious that they had no idea what. You know, right. oh, it's raining. Yes, I know it's raining. I, yeah. like, I, like, I, I have a window. Yeah. Well, exactly. I used to think like when they would put like a cartoon picture of a sunshine wearing sunglasses on like Tuesday, sure. I was like, do we really need somebody to point to us and tell us what that means? Because if you can't look at that as a citizen of the world and decide for yourself, sun wearing sunglasses, maybe it's a short stay, then you yeah, probably yeah. shouldn't be going outside to begin with. If I was a weatherman, I would not wear pants. That, I mean, that's, that's absolutely true. Like, if that's not the name of your memoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Or, not wear pants or your line yeah. of children's books yeah exactly if I were a weatherman oh, I wouldn't wear pants too I, soon for that, my yeah. training what I can respect that I can respect that because the inside of of of, of oh, my of oh, my boy. wedding ring okay the, the inside of my wedding ring or my anus whatever uh, and and my wife's wedding ring both say no pants is Do that true really? yeah why because when as soon as we get into the house pants gone is that true yeah we don't like wearing pants. Can we end this now? I, I have no interest. In... Now he has all no are pants they, questions. But hold on. Are they like, are they lit? When you say, like, is yeah. it, are they like tear away? Like Great you walk question. in the, yeah. no, like, um, dwarf, or, like it's a chip and down. Does he have like a gust of, does he have a wind machine that blows them off? Uh, as soon as he Dwarves enters? have disappearing pants. They just explode in a pile of candy. That's not true. Just, Brad's and like Mr. Potato Head. That's so not true. Place. I will yeah, yeah, we can exchange outfits. You know what I mean? That's Just, not true. No, I mean... Yeah. I will drop kick you across this room. That is so not true. <laughs> you say that. Oh, man. Wait. Um, I don't believe that at Did all. you, uh, for, for Sex and the City, white collar, like when, when you... Did you do a lot no of... No pants. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, Never. I'm sorry. That That's how I got the job. That Never wasn't pants. the question. No, did yeah. you... And, well, I mean, because you were saying this is your first more or less podcast, but like, did you do a lot of press for those shows? Constantly, and do you like doing it? Yeah. uh, What would you do, press wise? It depends because uh, sometimes the the questions are really repetitive. Yes. Remember, remember when Chris Farley had that fake show on on SNL, (laughs) the Chris Farley show. Yeah, Yeah. and he and he'd have like Paul McCartney, like the Beatles. What was that like? Yeah. When you were in the Beatles, that's the whole question. Was that it? Was that awesome? Um, (laughs) And so, certainly for Sex in the City, it was a lot of that. Like, what's it like? 
oh, silence. Just those like open ended yeah, questions. Yeah, it's like, well, ask a question and See, I can answer it. That's, like, so, wow. that's such lazy. That's so lazy because yeah. it's well, like, like what's you, your, do, you do all the work. What's your favorite moment? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. how. Are you a Samantha how, girl? Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, I'm deleting all the questions I wrote. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what's your favorite the, moment? You've been asked that before? I love the sad sound effects. I'm committed. I'm doing actual typing here. Also, your typing was so fast and like non specific. Like you were in like a movie. Like no. those air, like yeah, whenever someone's checking at the airport. Yeah. No, he's the in the type. steno pool. Uh, hold yeah. on, let me see if we have anything available. He's, he's in the steno pool. Yeah. yeah. We can get you to <laughs> Omaha in four days. Is that Waikiki? <laughs> it's like oh every god. trope that's ever been done in a travel movie. Oh my movie. god! You would be so Willie would be so good at that as that disgruntled customer on the other end of that. Oh, I mean, it's it's interesting because the. Like the press for white collar was ended up being a little more cerebral. Mm-hmm. Not that people were stupid watching Sex and the City, but it was just so like, oh, fashions and you know, easier show to digest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And white collar was like, you actually had to think a little bit. Yeah, so, so, it's so like, the so questions so ended up being been, more cerebral. Have you ever actually been investigated by the by the yeah, SEC? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Any, no, have you ever committed a crime? That that was a, that was a, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, of well, course I, would, I have. I Who mean, has? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, not caught. I mean, yet. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's not the body. Good luck. You know. <laughs> Did you? Uh... Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm always amazed because I mean, Adam and I are touring comics, and we do press every week to plug our shows. And I'm always amazed that, uh, like, it, it takes, especially now with technology, it takes two minutes no, uh, to absolutely. bring up a Wikipedia page, to read absolutely. a bio, to do anything Absolutely. and some people still don't do that no it's unbelievable yeah i'll tell you a great story early very early on when i got into okay. los angeles mm-hmm. um i went on a i was they used to go to commercial agents and get actors so they could have one actor on every episode of the dating game okay and they okay. started harassing me calling call, and i'm like no no i don't want to do it and one right. day one day i'm just sitting again deeply unemployed in my apartment <laughs> yeah with my roommate and the phone rings and like Will you come? And I'm like, I already told you. I said, what will it take to stop calling me? And they said, just yeah. come down and do it. It'll take 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And my roommate's like, let's just go. It'll be hilarious. So yeah. we go to, and you know, you'll win some turtle wax or yeah. some Lee press on nails <laughs> right. or something. And that'll be it. So the the woman who hosted it at the time, her name was Elaine Joyce, who, who looked like a, a jigsaw puzzle of surgery. Like, <laughs> sure, that's a compliment. Like, like with, <laughs> just like some pieces missing. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was weird. And she comes out and she has a card to mm-hmm. ask you questions. And she goes, so it's, it says here, you love to ride horses. <laughs> and it was like, it was like the wrong information, like sure. completely. Oh, and I'm God. like, um, I'm actually allergic to horses. Like, like and this is all, <laughs> the and they, exact they, opposite. You know, and they shoot like 75 episodes oh, right. a day, so they have no time. Yeah, and so yeah, it's yeah. it's on the episode. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> like, what? yes, and Willie, yes, and, and. and it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, anyway, just because I know you're dying to know, I was bachelor number three, and I got picked, and then I went on my dream date. No yeah. way. Yeah. Wow. And then that woman, you had how many children with her? No. Oh, God. The, the chaperone, the chaperone who goes with you on your dream date. There's a chaperone? That? Yeah, because it's not like the rape game. It's the dating oh. game. So they send like, 
They send a that woman. show only went two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it was a hit. And it, it was, was a not hit. hosted by. It was hosted no. by Louis C.K. Fill in the blank. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, hey, welcome to the rape game. <laughs> First part of the rape game is you eat a you're pudding. Hold on, let, let me put the pill the in. Sponsor there. was uh, sponsor yeah. was pudding. Yeah. yeah. So no. Um, and when I say pudding, no. Yeah. So so the uh, but the the the, the uh, chaperone told us that. Rarely after the four days, it's a four day date. Yeah. By the way, Wait, a four so, day. Yeah. Like what you fly somewhere. You go to like Cabo oh, wow. or something. We went to uh, Puerto Rico. That's no amazing. shit. Um, and uh, she said, rarely are yeah. the couples even speaking by the end of the four days. No sure. way. Yeah, which course. is true. And then, you know, they stay together in a room. Yeah. And then you have your room and then you eat every meal at the same restaurant, oh. which is like the oh. diner of the hotel. Yeah. Right. And then you go everywhere you go, there's a huge banner that says, welcome dating. It's like, it's torture. It's oh literally torture. God. It's and prison. That, and that's your first date. That's the whole date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Which but like, but like, that, but like, that's like the first time you've ever seen this person, other than the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, oh and, god. Well, other than the horror of when she picked Bachelor Number Three, <laughs> and then, and then I walk walked around, around the, the thing and she saw me. Yeah. And like the, just... the horror, you know, because the other guys are like, you know, burly football guys or something, yeah. and then I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look like I look like you know Wally Sean's yeah. nephew. Like, hey, what? Hi. Timely reference. Um, nice chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a 1959 <laughs> reference. Yes. Like, I feel like was nice chest. Your opening line. Yeah, like, yeah. Nice yeah. playground. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's that scene from The Simpsons where uh, where uh, Lisa dumps Ralph on the Krusty show, and they go, you, you, you can pinpoint his heartbreaking right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like well, if, you, if could, you could see you that woman's think, face. They 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 bring it out the other two first oh and she's thinking here's the people you just had to say number two all i had to say was two right and instead i'm left with the troll like i mean it was was just like very (laughs) did you have any moments of bonding we absolutely did it we did because the the chaperone was like Mm -hmm. a raging alcoholic and so we spent our time like trying to get away from her and we that was like our bonding oh great it was a game and she was she was a lovely uh, girl. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, so you guys weren't like hating each other. You were just no, not no, no, dating. no, no, no. Her boyfriend. Ca- <laughs> her boyfriend. Her boyfriend, who was her manager slash photographer, oh, um, kept calling. And when oh. we got to the hotel, uh, my room was the room with two beds, and her room was the room with one bed. So yeah. we just switched rooms. Yeah. So they kept the boyfriend kept calling, and they would put him through to my, and I was answering the phone. Oh, like, so hey, what's up? Panicking. And he'd be like, hey, you motherfucker. Well, I'm no going to come way. down there. What are you doing in Gail's room? Like, I mean, and th- this yeah. really happens. So I should write a book about it. You really this. should. So crazy. Yeah. Was it one of those things where she was like, look, I told you I'm on a dating game uh, date that they sent us away on. He goes like, you got to stop using that excuse, babe. This is the fourth <laughs> time you've said that. Where well, are was, you? Well, she was, she was like a, a softcore uh, porn model from England. Yeah. So she was softcore porn model. This in England, there's a there's a paper called the Sun, and on they used to have. I don't think they still have it. They can't now. Yeah, because it, it was called Page it. Three Girls. Yeah. yeah, Page Three Girls had uh, huge breasts, right. and uh, they were like holding the product of the day, like shaving cream or, or whatever <laughs> it was. And uh, so she was a Page Three girl. And you she too was, can shave your tits. She, yeah. <laughs> okay. And she was it's making it's England. She yeah. was making her way in the. Hollywood oh, and sh- this her, was her with her he got her on manager. the oh, dating game yeah, as the celebrity like right. and, wow. um, it, oh it's the God. best wow. you know an, an employee of mine once went on uh, studs 
you remember that show? No. What was Studs? Okay, Studs was an amazing show <laughs> where... like a theater where down there in West okay, Hollywood. <laughs> okay, so you're the guy. Okay. And then there's three women. And okay. you've gone out on a date with all three of them, one at a time. Okay. Okay? And then the host, comedian, uh, yeah. Mark DiCarlo. Okay. Um... <laughs> Who we Ask, all know, obviously. Who you all know. Comedy he's legend, so, Mark DiCarlo. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, writes for so, Fritz Coleman. So. Um, <laughs> so, so he asks questions. Yeah. And if you match answers, you get a heart mm-hmm. on your pillow. Okay. Uh, like, a, like a Velcro heart on your pillow. Okay. At the end of the game, mm-hmm. whoever answered the same questions, the same, the, the number higher, <clears throat> right. they, they'll pay for another date. <clears throat> Okay. Okay. That's it. Uh, it's the cheesiest game show ever. That's it. Just pay for another day. Right. So I had an employee who went on the show. Okay. And he went on three dates. And the first date, he shows up and he knocks on the door and she answers the door and she goes, oh, come on in. And uh, he goes, you know, I, I'm, I'm really kind of nervous. This is awkward. Mm-hmm. This is so uncomfortable. And she goes, I know how to relax you. Yes. And their date was literally six minutes long. And he left. And that was their entire Shut date. Shut the fuck up. And uh, that's that, like penthouse form. That's and awesome. they had to go on the show and like make up a date. Like, oh, yeah, we drove up the coast. <laughs> that's and, and unbelievable. Yeah. Isn't that fantastic? It's, it's like, it's so fantastic. Yeah, I won't and, say his name. But yeah, like, and, they're, and they're doing like such that, a total. Yeah. He was the stud. Yeah. Studs, like, and they're doing like that sitcom moment where like the host asks questions and they give exact opposite answers. Right, right, and then right, they both right, switch their answers right, at the same right, time. Right. Yeah. He's like, we had a great time at uh, right. Denny's. Uh, and Chuck E. Cheese. The Denny's Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. 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 We no, the I, Chuck and I picked her up. We met at. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, what, so what kind of food did you eat? Uh, Mexican. Chinese. Uh, Chinese Mexican. Uh, Chinese, yeah, Chinese, uh, it was yeah, uh, protein. Yeah, protein. Okay, we'll yeah. call it protein. Uh, we'll settle on protein. That's my favorite um, like sitcom trope. Um, yeah, like, it's the best. Like, did you guys have a? Did, no, you guys had a study date here, right? <laughs> well, what were you studying? Uh, math, science. Yeah, yeah exactly. oh, science, math. Ah, oh, fuck. There really should be a. Uh, that is such a sitcom. Uh, Police. Uh, and they have to be sitting there, by the way, eating Chinese food out of their own Chinese food carton, which only happens on television, <laughs> by the way. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. No one in the world of sitcoms ever goes and gets a fucking plate. No, like no, no. Or shares Chinese. Isn't yeah. don't when you order Chinese food. Yeah. Don't you're, you put you're, it you're, out you're, and then everyone sharing. gets plates and right. takes whatever they take. Yes. In. On, on television, they yeah. eat out of their own thing, like yeah. little hogs. You, it's like, like you that, 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 only have mushu pork. Yeah, that doesn't that ever happen. No, that never Chinese happens food. in life. Didn't you go oh. on? Um, here's the other. Here's the other one. Oh, hey, it's hey, come, come on, come on in, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me to my insanity. What's going on, sister? <laughs> you always <laughs> like, have to explain like, who's really? there. Who's who on the says phone? that yeah. ever? I've I've never said come on in, Uncle. I mean, God knows I've never There's said a that. show I like now. Maybe, maybe the girl there's, actors there's on, the, on like, To Catch uh, a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. The tea's out. <laughs> the tea's out. I'm just going to go to the bathroom and soap up my eight-year-old boobs. Jesus. <laughs> I'm by myself. You were so good on that. Yeah, you were great, actually. <laughs> was no really, one knew you really were a guy. I really believed you. I mean, you. it was before the beard. I was a little more convincing. Yeah. yeah. No, I really believed it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you were the one. You were the one being predated. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No. You oh, you thought I was a predator. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, and that uh, would make sense because eight because uh, eight year olds are my size. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's like, just, yeah, yeah, like it just makes complete yeah. sense. That show. <laughs> God, where do you think? Can they do a VH1's Where Are They Now to catch a predator? Predators. Oh, I would watch uh, that. Uh, all I mean, day, like, who was the one who was like? 
yeah, there was because, a couple. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're recording this right now yeah. during the Festival of Lights, uh, <laughs> Hanukkah. <laughs> there was one that one that was a rabbi. Oh God! I mean, you have to look. If I don't you, remember that. If one. you had an electronic device that could tell you anything, uh, you could actually look it up. It's Rabbi Copperfield. Uh, yeah, he was. No, no, no. It was Rabbi feels too much. Just, it was yeah. It was a very put, on the nose name. If you typed name. in Rabbi catch a predator, I'm doing it right uh, and now. I swear to God, again, and it was like wow. oh wow, it finished that sentence fast. Oh bummer. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Rabbi. I should, I should probably say his name. Fuck it, uh, Rabbi David K. My get, rabbi gets my rabbi. Says, <laughs> Holy crap! I just love that. Like, I I, I would just love every he time just they circumcised would come out. my son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with his mouth. But, it was so weird. Four times. Four times. And by the way, we just sent a couple emails about it. Like, we didn't actually finalize the flash. <laughs> Holy shit! He showed up with a pie and a knife. Adam, they have catch a predator. Where are they now? Oh, oh, on fantastic. YouTube, I can't do that. So, like, I can't yeah, watch I that. Well, send me the link. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's never going to be. I anything. can't do that. Send me the link. Because there's never going to be anything good. It's uh, never going to be like, well, he was on to catch a predator, and then he put his life together, and no. now right. he, no, and never. now he cured cancer. Never, it's never. Like, it's never. never that. Nobody goes uh, on to. Yeah, he now works uh, no, for no, no, uh, no, Bill Gates. No, yeah. No. Uh, there, there was a. How do I tell this briefly? There was a canter. We got time. There's a canter. Oh, I'm a sucker for a good canter story. Uh, well, there was Keep a canter going. at the temple that I grew up at. Uh, Brad, wait, tell Brad what a canter yeah, is. Yeah, I have no a idea. A canter is the one who sings. Oh, okay. So the rabbi does the service, the can and then they go, and now Brad's going to sing the Jewish yeah. song. And, yeah. And whatever. Havana Gila. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I play the hits, everybody. It's a little more, a little more lofty than that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. But uh, Streisand. He was charged. <laughs> Jewish. A lot of Streisand. A lot of Streisand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mostly Sammy Davis covers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's topical. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, he was charged with some sexual okay. uh, issues. The right. canter, the and, Yeah, and went away, uh, left in disgrace. Mm-hmm. This was in New Jersey. Okay. Went to Chicago. Yeah. And then with his wife, uh, he was a canter again and was running some kind of prostitution ring. Was thrown out of there. Mm-hmm. And now we recently found him, because all my friends are obsessed with this. We sure. recently found him. He's in Las Vegas. Makes and sense. he's a Pentecostal minister, like with a cross like the size of Capitol Records building behind oh, him. And, and it's like, what? Oh. With like a new name and everything. It's 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 phenomenal. I need, to, there's a script in this guy. Can't, like, we, yeah. can't we warn the people like, oh, by the way, I, I don't this know. Dude, and, oh, and it's under, he's under a new name. Of course obviously. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, well, you know, because two minutes on the internet, you can find out who he is. You yeah, know, it's like no problem. Because he can't like, go up as like an evangelical and be like, I'm Schwartz Schwartzstein. You know, yeah, like, it, I, I just thought of the exactly. Jewish name I could. Um, <laughs> by the way, Schwartz while we're on the topic, the there's t- no one named Schwartz. Schwartz no, team. and while we're on the topic, uh, what's- I think my manager's name is Schwartz. Schwartz okay, really? so if that's because oh, the- <laughs> they're choosing entertainment, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah, the yeah. stereotypes tonight. <laughs> it's the wow. second night. How dare you? And wow. if, while we're on the topic, if that's the Jewiest name, what's the dwarfiest name? Uh, Shrinky Candy Bottom. Wow. I want to meet that guy, wow. but I don't want to go to his theme did park. Did you see the... <laughs> don't you want to meet Shrinky McCandybottom? No. You, did you see the fantastic HBO movie? Oh, uh, Her, uh, Hervé? Yeah. I mean, I'm a dwarf. Of course I did. 
what like, is it like a law? Is it, yes. Is that, is like I have to watch Fiddler on the Roof every yes. night. <laughs> when Dinklage comes out with something, we all have to watch it together at the it's same time. The rule they it's, set their watches. It's, yes, it's horribly fantastic. Yes. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it, but oh, it was exactly. horrible. It's bad, yes. huh? Oh yeah, but but you need to watch it. Yes, it's, it's so good. I thought Dinklage could do no wrong in the acting world. He well, can. Yeah. <laughs> well, when Yikes. he play when he plays a uh, a dwarf, a, a, a dwarf of a different race. Uh, yes. 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 No, I mean, uh, her, I mean, his name's Hervé Villachez. Yeah, but he like, was he was uh, like really couldn't find he one was Latino French. <laughs> he was couldn't French, but from Indonesia or something, something like that. I mean, yeah, something really sure. messed up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just stay in oh, one so place. Oh, so people from Indonesia are messed up. <laughs> <laughs> We have a large no, Indonesian just, following was, of this. No, podcast. it was so it was so <laughs> messed did. up that he was Used playing to. it. Is what I mean. Like, oh my! Well, yeah. Well, that well, that's like it, it, it's like that is one of the things where that's still okay. Like what? that's the only way you could play another race is it is if you're a dwarf playing another dwarf of, of that race. But they couldn't find a dwarf that was more like Hervé Villachez. No, that's my point. They could. They, of course and they, they went, could. No, we're gonna have Dinklage. So I'm very I'm very friendly. I'm very friendly with Danny Woodburn. Do you know who that is? He's of course, uh, of course, he's Seinfeld. Been. Okay, of course. Uh, so, he is yes, the, the dwarf on Seinfeld. Yes, yes. yeah, okay. Yeah, so, make sure you know. and, and yes, this I is his. You know, Thank this you. is his battle cry. Is like yeah. they can find. You know, it's just. Yeah. You know, they. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they find they actual find elves to play elves. Yeah, is his point. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and now. <laughs> yeah, they can. I, I yeah. was just having this conversation where it's like there were there were so many dwarves that were saying like, why do you only get dwarves to play elves? We're more than that. We're more than that. We're more than that. And right. now they don't even hire the dwarves to play elves anymore. Now right. they hire now they hire like tall people and either you shrink them down or you, yeah. whatever. And I'm like. Good job, fuckers! You ruined wow. your only guaranteed work. Wow, every I know year. you have a good de- a good December. <laughs> you have a good December every year. Yeah, you uh, had that. Fantastic. You had you, you you had March and Christmas right every year, and now pff, nothing. It's very uh, <laughs> it's very as a character actor, it's it it is hard now because yeah. it has to be the person. Yeah. Playing the person, well, c- and well, the whole point yeah. was that you could play yeah, other active. roles. You, you right. can do, you, you um, can do other things. You, you know, I can't play someone who's um, has special needs. No, nope. whereas I have to have someone with special needs. I can't play. Uh, I I can't play play a transsexual nope. anymore, which I love to play. No, I, I mean, know. I've <laughs> seen your work. I've never played a transsexual. I've seen your work on a Craigslist. It's fantastic. So good. <laughs> Chance encounters or something? Is that what it's called? Ca- I hate that I know this. Uh, ca- uh, casual encounters. Oh, how casual? Like I mean, pretty I, much, pretty much as casual. I saw you at Target. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, that that's missed connections. That's missed connections. That's what does better. that mean? Miss- that's when it's like yeah. I saw you at Target. You had that hat. I think I had a boner. Do you want to get coffee on Wednesday? Wow. Like it's just like a and minimal what is, information. You what is the chance post? of the person with that hat seeing 0%. that post? Zero. Oh, I don't know. I think people have met on that for sure. No if, way. if people are putting no the feelers way. out, I bet there's, there's got to be. It so You're going to tell me in the history of the world, there's not ever when someone was like the two creepy pervs <laughs> locked eyes when one was walking out of a bathroom and one walked in and they... <laughs> Thought there's to that think scene, there's that scene in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody where he sees the trucker walk in the bathroom. Yeah, and he and it's like, I'm walking into the bathroom, and then the other guy looks back at the bathroom door and just looks at him. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like in that moment, we're like, oh, he's gay. <laughs> like, it was just so. It was just so odd. I my like son, you, my I like son, how you said that as the movie trailer voice guy. Yeah. Well, my son oh, turned to me and was like, he didn't. He had no idea. He's like. 
Freddie Mercury was gay like, after that scene, Whoa. and I was and I said very. Uh, but that's, is that how they? I mean, I haven't seen it yet. That's how they introduce it. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and for for those who didn't know, right, right. <laughs> Which I, by the way, I love the movie. I, I actually love the movie. It's terribly great. It's it? awesome. Thank you. Great. Thank you for that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been trying to describe it to friends who are like, because I saw oh, it. Oh, it's and they're so like, watchable. And, and, and they're like, how, and they're like, how is it? I'm like, it's it's amazing because it's simultaneously a great yep. movie. Yep. and a horrible movie exactly at cool. the same exactly to cancel each other out and they make do, an enjoyable they that, thing they do, to those, watch. Yes. They, they do that thing like hey i came up with an idea for a song and they play like one note and two seconds later the band's like yeah that sounds good that was my complaint yeah and some guy comes in and goes hey guys i've been uh working on this riff and everyone's like yeah that sounds great okay that's a hit song and then fast forward to them at Madison Square Garden like right, playing right. it with 10,000 people going batshit well insane. you guys just sound like dum-dums who don't know how music works because that's <laughs> that is how every well, also I love like but that happened like five times in the movie he, go, he, he, he was like oh I've been toying around with this little this little piano lick and, 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 and he plays Bohemian Rhapsody like and he goes to his girlfriend and goes do you think that's any good she's like I think that's amazing and you're like okay boom it's a song that's it. Did he do they this also, thing where he was like, I wrote this song. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's called Turns to Camera, Somebody to Love. Wink. <laughs> they didn't do Bicycle. Bicycle was oh, not in the movie. Oh, I love that what song, too. What is that too. one? Bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that what they play when you walk into Stretchy Candy Bottoms theme park? <laughs> Wait, Stretchy, what was his name again? Wow. Shrinky. <laughs> I, how dare you forget the name of Shrinky it's Candy like Bottoms. Shrinky's Pilates Parlor. <laughs> 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 um, um, Willie, your IMDb is fucking insane. It's Have very, you, uh, yeah. it's very long. That's all it is. You it's very no, long. it's very accomplished and cool. Uh, and some are accomplished, some are less. Well, I'm Three, gonna three hundred episodes of television. I'd say, uh, yeah, we're probably over, over seventy five films. Yeah, maybe. And you can name all of them. No, oh, God no! <laughs> it's amazing to me that you've worked this. It's amazing to me that you've worked, but that oh, you've uh, worked. Having <laughs> acted with me, I, you must be an absolute complete shock. Like, no. yeah, you're not no, wrong. You're no, you're phenomenal. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do yeah, want to okay. know. You are. Shut up. Uh, with all this stuff, do you ever? How often do? Because look, Brad and I have done a handful of things, not close to this. Sure. So every one of the things we've done, I'm sure we can like recount and take ourselves back there and be like, I, remember that experience? Yeah. Okay. I I have a family ties. Like I would look at this and be like, how much of this do you? I have a friend from uh, college who's a big writer, mm -hmm. and he has now uh, made me start writing a book. And thank it's, God. But it's a different kind of book in that. He has me starting at the bottom of IMDb, mm -hmm. and I write whatever I know about. I'm 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 literally up to 1988. That's exactly what I was. So that's so that's, that's under, so whatever I remember, and I do I, I have a memory of an elephant, so I do remember everything. That's crucial. But uh, some of them I have had to click on to see who else was it. So then it had to yeah. jar my memory. But. Have you ever watched TV or a movie, seen yourself, and go, "Oh fuck, I was in that"? No. Okay. Because no. someone no. someone just had that moment on. Oh, it was. No, they uh, were lying. They were trying to be that person. Yes, they, they were lying. Uh, Anna Kendrick. Right. Thank you. Yeah. She she just had that moment where she said, "I forgot that I was in." She does not strike me as someone that would forget. If you could see me rolling my eyes right now over this <laughs> I can podcast. Feel it. Yeah. Okay. I can good, feel your like, eye roll. Really? It's like you're 27. I, I mean, you forgot uh, the roles. it's only because I have like 400 things on my IMDb that I think yeah. of someone is like, what do they have? 300. 
They they don't. If someone has thirty things on their IMDb, yeah, like don't you remember every one of them? Yeah. Don't um, I'm gonna read some of these. Okay, and give I'll, me I'll just give you one sentence. Yeah. Um, family ties. Family ties. Uh, I asked the producer uh, why my character didn't have more lines. <laughs> <laughs> Ballsy. And it was like I my like it. it was like my second job. <laughs> I like it. I found out that's really not a great Excuse thing. Excuse me, sir. How, an by, actor. by the way, he became a dear friend like twenty years later. Good. But, uh, yeah. By the way, you played Wal- uh, Oh, it says waiter. Walter on Family Ties. Waiter on Cheers. I thought you Cheers played- was ama- was one of the most. That was like my third job or something. No way. And uh, it was an amazing situation because I uh, there were two guest spots, mm-hmm. and I went in and read. And uh, Sam and Diane go to some inn yeah. in Cape Cod for the weekend. And there were two employees at the inn, and they had me read for both of them. Mm. And they liked me so much, they made it one guy. That's so I. It was like a huge wow. part, and it was like On my the biggest thir- show on television. And that show had you know sixty million viewers at the yeah. time. It was like huge. What that- do you attribute to uh, your success in the room to making them just go fuck it? This guy's great. Let's get. I him. will do anything in a room to get the part. Anything. Anything. Well, that's that's in your it's in your secret the Willie acting the Willie Garson acting book pants are for pussies. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. No, my brother, coffee is for closers. My, pants know, is for pussies. The first time, the first time I did uh, oh, that the first time I did X Files, the guy was the guy was a guy that was killed by like spirits. Okay. And my brother in law said to me, "How do you get these parts? Like, you go in the room and what happens?" I'm like. The guy is, is uh, there's spirits that you can't see and are yeah. killing him. He's like, well, what did you do? Like, what do you do? I said, you just do it. Like, I threw myself against the wall. I was on the ground. I, yeah. I was hiding behind the chair. He goes, you do that in the room? Like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, you're there to get the part. Yeah. And, that, and, and, you and know, that's wow. all the person. All, all they're going to do is not cast you, yeah. uh, you know, which happens every day anyway. Yes. Right. What it's do like, you have to who lose? cares? So, like, just go and do it and they'll cast you. Now it's hard because they don't have auditions. So everything is on tape. You can't do that uh, on tape. So, yeah, yeah, I'm rarely going in. These you know, days. yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's a bummer because I always like like going in and like you have a couple of jokes and you like right uh, chat right. the guy for right a chatter is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I like uh, like I have things, uh, you know, things you do in the room that are tricks. Like for me, I have horrible tricks. Like what? Like if they ask if, if you have any questions, mm-hmm. half of these scripts. If you have any questions, they should literally call the mental hospital and get yeah. you, take you out in a straitjacket. Yeah, like, yeah. like right. it's so stupid. So I'll often say, I'll go, do you have any questions? I'll say something like, I do have a question. Like, was Dr. Quinn supposed to be married to that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, or whatever. That, yeah. That's always a great icebreaker. I've, yeah. I also... I did that once, by the way, and they did not take kind of to it. They didn't like the when joke. I said something, I go, I go, do you think this guy has a stepdad? And if so... Do you think he studies Kabbalah or does he practice Kwanzaa? I did some long-winded thing, and they just go. So we'll start on page two. Actually, oh, they were not. No, in the mood. this was early on. I yeah. was like, be funny all the time. Yeah, which they can had backfire gas. though, right? They had gas. You do got to yeah. read the room, right? Sometimes. Yeah, you got you got to read the room. Of course. Yeah. I also, and this is a terrible trick, but a great okay. trick. But I have to be in the room to do it. Yeah. I'll, at some point while reading, I will rub my. I'll put my hand on my head, mm-hmm. and like rub my head. It's saying to them very uh, pointedly, I know that I'm bald. I'm very aware that I'm bald. Ah. So right now, this character is a bald guy. Got it. Huh. So that I'm not, I'm not self-conscious about it or anything. Very similarly, during yeah. my auditions, I will pull out a you- pan flute. 
and I will start playing it. Indeed. And let people or, know, or this, I know this character's or a dwarf. A, or yeah, I know yeah, what you yeah, see. Or a yeah. rather large pot of gold. Huge, would also do the same massive, thing. Just start t- throwing yeah. the coins in the yeah. air. <laughs> just start bathing want, it at Scrooge McDuck style. I want me gold and, like, and skip, out, skip out of the room. Uh, uh, why, did, why did you give this guy an Irish that's accent? How do you know I think it would be that? You changed all the lines to limericks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like, why did you like I had, I had uh, an, my, an agent, my agent, my, I've had one agent my whole life, but my agent got a call uh, once that uh, I'd gone in hmm. and they said, oh, the character, the character doesn't wear glasses. And she said, you know, they're not stapled to his head. Like you could have, you could have asked him to take them off. <laughs> Like he was just there in your office. Like, like, what does that even mean? Yeah. The character doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, like, it wasn't a cho- like it wasn't a character choice. You <laughs> no, no. needed to see that. Day. Yeah, but he but could take them off. He could yeah. take them off yeah. and then read the lines that he's memorized. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about um, Mr. Uh, Belvedere? Wow. Oh, yeah. the best. Real, the best. You, you, I wish people could see the face that you made just now because you were uh, like the greatest experience of my life. It was so great, Mr. Belvedere. It was so much fun. Another hit show. It was so much fun. I was there for about. Uh, God, five or six years. Whenever they called me, yeah. And then was it the same character or yeah, yeah, characters? yeah. Okay. It was the son's only friend throughout the whole okay, show because right, okay. he was obviously a loser. But, um, <laughs> but it was so great. We would torture Mr. Belvedere, yeah. all the time, which was great. One of the greatest theme songs. Of um, the time, the yeah, way. of course, Leon Redbone. And uh, the but the greatest part was I was getting I was losing my hair, mm-hmm. and we were still in high school. Oh, so this oh. is at the this is at the end. It was yeah, the end yeah, of yeah. the show, and. Uh, um, you know how we know why there was a Mr. Belvedere? No, right? No. Oh, this goes back to the other story. Okay. Uh, Hervé Villachez, uh, okay. w- uh, what's his name? The other Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. yeah. Had Hervé Villachez fired from Fantasy Island. Okay. So they hired Christopher Hewitt, who played Mr. Belvedere. They hired him to play replace Tattoo on Fantasy Island. The would, show lasted for another half of a year yeah. and got canceled. Uh-huh. They had six and a half years left on Mr. Belvedere's contract. So they created a show called Mr. Belvedere, which ran for exactly six and a half years until his contract was over. Wow. And uh, that's and why there was a Mr. Belvedere. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, at any rate. That's crazy. So at the end, I'm losing my hair and we're in high school. So they're like, okay, now you're going to go to co- <laughs> you're going to go to college. And so they write an episode where we go to college and we're all excited, like, oh, we're going to have so much more stuff to do. And we walk in to do the first scene in college and the extras, the atmosphere, are all like 60 years old because we had to look like we were freshmen. I looked like I was 40. (laughs) And and it was was totally ridiculous. uh, They didn't have wigs? Yeah, I know, exactly. No, no. What happened was I did a a commercial um, that... Was uh, I was like a nerdy guy. I know that's hard to believe. And uh, they they were trying. My girlfriend uh, in the commercial, Rosanna Arquette, actually, um, goes to give me a a makeover. Yeah. Mm. And quickly at shooting, part of the makeover is dyeing my hair. And the makeup guy, the hair guy, dunked my head in a vat of uh, peroxide. Okay. And I just started losing my hair really rapidly after that. And then I went back to do an episode of Mr. Belvedere. And I was like, what, what's happened to his head? Like, so my scalp got burnt, basically. No shit. I mean, I was probably going to lose my hair anyway, but it really it it, it moved along. Yeah, yeah it moved along. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Did you sue that That really company? happened. That really happened. 
Yeah. How many how, did it scare you off from doing commercials? You're like, I want to not keep lose the rest of my body. No, like, yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah. I li- hey, do this Sun Chips commercial and stick your dick in this bucket of uh, kerosene <laughs> real quick. You're like, I don't see how this really sells oh the product. Oh my god! <laughs> I used to love doing commercials. Did you? They were so fun. So fun. Had, they've changed, yeah. As far as like it has changed. Well, I don't just, know because I can't do them anymore because I'm mm. I have a face. You're you know, too good. I'm not. Shush. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not the dad in so many things. I'm not famous enough to be a spokesman. Spokesman, but I'm too famous to be a guy in a commercial oh, so okay. it's like i it, it happened on uh i used to do a lot of i had three directors and i worked all the, i made so much money doing commercials That's amazing before <laughs> at before tv uh series no, jobs i was doing and, episodes of stuff but i wasn't famous or anything and then my first really solid job was nypd blue that mm-hmm. was like really yeah, popular and i had yeah, a real job yeah and uh i went in one of my friends from college was a director named michael bay and Michael Bay was doing <laughs> that guy. Yeah, a, a new director. Yeah, That'll and help. he was doing uh, a lot. I, you know, I did every of he did was doing music videos and commercials. I hundreds of them for him. Yeah, and uh, he got uh, got milk was all his. Shut. So all up. the got Michael milk Bay got yeah. milk. Did got yeah. milk? There was no so, explosions or lard-breasted women in well, the not milk yet. commercials. If not they, yet. If they had gone on. Yeah. I mean. uh, so he called me the in. The milk carton transforms in, into a gun. He called me in for a milk commercial to the That's producers. Amazing. And uh, when you audition for a commercial for the clients and the producers, they're like behind a little screen right. watching you on a monitor. But you're in the same room with them. Yeah, yeah. And you can sometimes hear them like whispering about you. Yeah. And I'd gotten on NYPD Blue and the characters were really popular and I was doing some episodes. Of, and... I walk in and I'm like, hey, what's up, Michael? It's so great to be here. Uh, what, what's up? And and I hear one of the clients from the ad agency yeah. whisper behind the thing. She goes, isn't that the fucking murderer from NYPD Blue? <laughs> and, then, and it was like, okay, he's not doing a fucking milk commercial. Like, it's milk, it's the murderer. Yeah. And, and it was like, that was like the end of my commercial career. Oh. I, I mean, literally my next year, my yeah. income was like, a tenth of what it had been, and I was on wow. TV. Wow! You know, shit. Just yeah. Because, Did that almost yeah. make you want to like <laughs> be scale, anonymous? Yeah. And, scale well, you, back some of the TV gigs, or I mean, even when you see in the on those days, you'd see people who were on a lot of commercials. Yeah. And they were making a lot of money. Those people had the same problem. They became too recognizable from yeah. commercials, and they stopped working right. as well. That's crazy. So, like, did that friendship with? Michael Bay is that kind of how you it find went, your way into movies like The Rock and stuff? Like well, that? I mean, yes, in The Rock it was, and then uh, it found me out of a movie as well. So out he, of a movie. Well, he call, he called and me for I, I, The Rock was the last time I worked for Michael. Really? And I probably shouldn't tell the rest of this story. Fine. Uh, let's move on to Troop Beverly Hills, uh, in my, which you played Bruce. And I just want to tell you, my real, first movie was it really? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, it was also joking. That's, it, that's it, how much no. like, and I and I'd worked with her before because I'd done Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, so I'd work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that help at all or no? Um, the sex was better. Hilarious. <laughs> you mean being a regular versus <laughs> no, a guest did, star? No, no, she had nothing. She had nothing to do with the Wait, casting of the role of Bruce. Will you please? <laughs> <laughs> will you please remind me who Bruce was in this movie? Because I want to tell you why this what this movie means to me. The movie means a lot to a lot of people. Um, so you're not alone. And uh, you masturbated to it all the time. Close. I'm sure. It was the movie that when I rushed my fraternity at college at USC, during uh, rush during hell week, <laughs> we were all <clears throat> locked in the brotherhood room to sleep, right? You had one place to sleep. Like, that's where we all had, like, the chapter room, right? Wow. And there was creepy. Uh, one song playing on, there's, like, so many different hellish activities you had to deal with throughout right, the week. Right, right. 
And while we slept in the room on a boombox, 24-7 was Copacabana playing nonstop. Fantastic. And one person all the time, we rotate in shifts, had to be on night duty and sit in the quad of our fraternity because uh, it was set up like motel style. There were rooms on the bottom and then around top and an sure. open air thing sure. in the quad. It was real cool. It's like the Florida project. Somebody had to, yeah. sit, somebody had to <laughs> sit in the quad watching Troop Beverly Hills on repeat. And we rotated. I watched that Amazing. movie 54 times. Amazing. Amazing. There's a, dead tired watching it like so you guys can now act out scenes much together. like <laughs> I, yeah. I have to say I've probably only seen it once but wow. much like uh, Rocky Horror yeah. in, New, in New York in the East Village there is a Troop Beverly Hills night that people come yeah, dressed as the cult. characters yeah. and people throw yeah. things at the screen you know, the yeah. whole deal um, it was it was really so Bruce is one of the parents of one of the girls okay, is a yeah. film director and I'm his assistant I'm his assistant director. Oh my god! And we're, and we're <laughs> filming. We're, we're filming the whole uh, thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. wow. Isn't yeah. that fucking crazy? You, it's very funny. And I, so I worked with her twice, and then on Craig T was in that, yes. and I did coach, coach as well. And so, and uh, we talk fondly about. And uh, another actor, David Wall, was in that. Who. Uh, we became very good friends <laughs> in that movie. We sat there forever making that stupid movie, and. Uh, Days and days and days, and uh, I actually brought David Wall on to play an older version of me in white collar. I, I gave him a job in New York. Uh, hey, it all comes full yeah. circle. Yep. You seem like you're really good about that paying it forward, um, looking out for others. It's not you always been that way. It's not that. I just I like to work with people that I know. Yeah. I, I find yeah. it. I find it. Uh, more that fun. Can de- that can deliver too, right? Yeah. Well, of course. You yeah. don't want to just give someone a job. Uh, as you know, you don't want to give someone a job just because you're friends with them. I don't know if you've ever had any experience around that. Um, uh, as yes. you know all too well, yes. my friend. Hey, guys. Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Just checking back in to remind you guys about Omax Health, our new sponsor here on the About Last Night podcast, helping you live a better life. I know you don't got enough omega-3s in your body. I sit outside your window and I watch, okay? You're moving stiff, okay? You're not remembering much. Your mood sucks. Omega-3s help all that. And where are you going to get them? From Omax Health, baby, because they've got the Omax 3 Ultra Pure supplement that's the best on the market. How do I know that? Because that's the facts, okay? Taking omega-3s alleviate joint pain, uh, inflammation, muscle soreness. They're great for post-workout. Uh, mood, focus, memory helps all that boost your brain and cardiovascular health. You're also probably wondering what else makes Omax 3 different from other supplements on the market. Well, uh, if you've seen some of the supplements at the store, many of the top sellers just don't have the adequate quality or quantity of omega 3s for therapeutic results. Omax has sold over 500,000 boxes of Ultra Pure due to its cult following. This stuff is a cult, baby. Omax 3 Ultra Pure is almost 94% pure omega-3 fatty acids, which means it's the purest concentration on the market. Leading store brands, they're going to tell you that they got more. They only got 30%. Omax has patented EPA to DHA ratio of 4 to 1, specifically engineered for inflammation and joint pain, which is something we could all use a little more of, right? Get a little lighter on your feet. Stop walking around like Geppetto just made Pinocchio. Omax Ultra Pure goes through an intense distillation process in Europe, all right, everything's better over there, to remove saturated fats, toxins, 
PCBS, so that you're left with ultra-pure omega-3 fatty acids. It's been clinically tested, certified, and sustainably sourced, so it's safe for you and your family, which is huge, right? Ain't that time you're putting something in your body, you want to know it's safe for you and the kiddos. Well, this is. So whether you're an athlete, a student, a busy parent, a gamer, a working professional, Anyone can benefit from Omax 3, all right? Even Brad, he's a dwarf. It might even make him grow taller. Who knows? This could be the thing to do that, but it's going to help his joints because when Brad's twerking on stage or dancing off, uh, he knows that he needs some Omega 3s to re-stimulate his bod, okay? Top to bottom, all four feet, four of it. Ultra pure omega threes. It's the best uh, on the market uh, from Omax Health, and you're going to notice the positive effects within days. So if you want it right now, which I think you're going to want to, because who wouldn't want to better themselves in their life? Go to Omax. I'm sorry, tryomax.com/aln today, and we'll get you a free box of Omax three ultra pure supplements today. So go to tryomax.com/aln, and you get a free box of omega threes with your first purchase. Huh? Come on. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, too. So you got plenty of time to try it and really feel the Omax when you feel the difference. And now back to the episode. Uh, well, you told me a Groundhog Day story uh, on the set of The Bellman. Uh, uh, amazing. I, yeah, that was... I mean, that's in my top three favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Can you tell that story again movie. for Brad? Yeah, I mean, so, um, so the movie had been shot a year okay. before, and it wasn't... They, when they were testing it with audiences, it wasn't established enough uh, what kind of a weatherman and what kind of a guy Bill Murray was. What do you mean, what kind of a weatherman? He's a weatherman. Well, just his relationship with the work and with the people that he worked with. Okay. So they added a scene mm-hmm. at the very top of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was the like assistant weatherman. Okay. And I guess Bill was pretty unhappy during the making of that movie uh-huh. and had... Uh, burned a lot of bridges with some very dear friends, <laughs> sure. m- namely his best friend Harold Ramis. Um, They'll do it. And so when they were, when I was meeting with Harold, he's like, "Well, what what would you do if Bill said this?" And I'm like, "Don't worry, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be totally fine." So the, it's the night of the shoot, yeah, and it's a big newsroom. You know, 500 extras. Uh, we have to shoot overnight because it was mm-hmm. in an actual newsroom, right? And um, Bill comes in, they bring Bill in, no one is speaking to him. No one. Yeah. The producer, Harold, Andy McDowell, no one is speaking to him. Wow. And he comes in, they hand him the mini sides, and it's quite obvious that he's never seen them. Okay. And he goes, what is this crap? What is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. And he goes to me, you, come with me. And we go outside, one of those bars where you hit the door and yeah. go out. Now we're standing on the corner of Melrose and Gower, Two o'clock in the morning, outside, door closes. We go over the lines, and he's like, this is garbage. We can't do this crap. I'm like, listen, just say, I've never met Bill Murray in my life. Yeah. I'm like, just say whatever you want to say. Don't worry about it, and I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll go right along with you. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, we can't do this. He starts pounding on the door, because we're outside. Yeah. Someone it's finally opens the door. Yeah. He runs through the thing, and he goes, Ramus, my trailer. And he goes and walks straight through and out. The AD like takes me to my dressing room and I go to sleep. <laughs> That's it. 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Literally like three and a half hours later, they knock on my door, wake me up. Okay, we're ready. I come in. Bill comes in. Not one word has been changed. <laughs> Not one. Okay. We do the scene 
And uh, that's it. Rap takes like a half hour. <laughs> Shoot the scene. Wrap it. Go away. That's it. Movie opens. Massive hit. Yeah. yeah. Massive hit. A year later, we did, I think it was like just a year later, was Kingpin. Yeah. And yeah. he showed up in Pittsburgh and he was like uh, totally different. Like happiest guy I've ever seen in my life. Like nicest guy ever. And every time I've seen him since then, he's a lovely guy. Wow. Just some, sometimes. It was a bad situation, I guess. Day, and I had I had not yeah. been there. So and God you're, knows yeah, what. You're, you're walking Maybe in. Andy McDowell had gas the whole time. Or so I, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I've heard that about her. No, she's no, no. still so pretty. I just saw her. She's so beautiful. That's yeah. amazing. And, and you, you talk about working with people that you like and doing it over and over again. Like, you get into these little sort of clicks that of people that cabals keep, yeah that like yeah. they keep hiring you like you've done three movies with the Farrelly brothers yeah I like I, I they they like to use me I like to work with them They're, we're really good friends uh, yeah it, w long before the first movie yeah you know and so I, was, I'm, I'm mad because I'm not in Green Book but yeah. uh, there really wasn't amazing. a spot for yeah. me yeah, so, yeah. so was look. Kingpin the first one then Kingpin with, was the first one yeah with the Farrelly brothers um, I was maybe gonna be in Dumb and Dumber mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't happen. Something happened and I couldn't. And then, so he used me in Kingpin. Then he called me for Mary and said, I haven't written it yet, but I kind of want to see you at 17 years old, like what that would look like. <laughs> so then we came up with this big, like heavy metal wig. Do you then, play you at 17? <laughs> yeah, I play me at 17. <laughs> and then I thought of this great, I, I play myself at 17 and yeah. at 40. Right. So I came up with this great idea that what if at 17 I have this massive zit, like that's so disgusting, and then when we see me at 40, yeah. if I still had the zit, like that would be amazing. <laughs> so, so I mean, that generally the way it works with the Farrelly Brothers, like if it's funny, it stays in the movie. Yeah. So um, around the loose plot. And then we did, the last one I did was Fever Pitch. Yeah, um, one of my favorite movies. I mean, you, have, you so really kind of have to be a Red Sox fan. No, you don't. You have to be a baseball fan and a, yeah, and a fan of, yeah. of. It was it was weird because it was written for the Red Sox because they were never going to win. Yeah. yeah. And then while we and were shooting, won. we'd be in our hotel rooms and we get a call like, "Are you fucking watching this?" Yeah. They won again. Like, and so we had to keep rewriting the movie as as it was going on. That's insane. Um, and, then, and then and then they won the World Series. Yeah, I mean, it's then, like totally ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then famously, the last scene is filmed actually when the well, Red they, Sox they, win they the World flew. Series. They had to fly to every game. The yeah. ones that weren't in Boston, they were right. flying with like just a cameraman just in case they won it tonight. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Someone just handed me some water. I know you can't see this because this is a podcast. <laughs> see, you're um, getting it. Yeah. We're, call <laughs> we're calling it water, but it's really mommy's juice. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. vodka I've ever seen. You are, you are fun to drink with, though. Well, I will say that. So, we, so look, so we met in Arizona. And we had, uh, so we had a blast. We had a really good time. A really good time. Um, and I'm curious because I feel like I, uh, you know, that was the longest shoot that I'd been on. And in a, a desolate spot in Tucson, Arizona, yep. but like a really, from what I, you know, I feel like I always try to have a good time and, and regardless of what's going on, but I feel like the crew and the people was really a, a cool group, but you tell me cause you've done, you've done more. No, really it was, yeah. it was a really cool group. Um, I, uh, everyone was, uh, kind of at the same level of, uh, willingness to mm. play. Yeah. And, uh, there, there was it was good bonding. It, I, I felt even the people who had maybe uh, not had that bonding experience before eventually came out of their shit. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, 
I'm just gonna stay in my room tonight and have a pizza or whatever. Yeah. And it was like by the, by the third night, like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll go out with you guys. Yeah. And then, you know, it it just became uh, it, it was cool. There were there were not a lot of clinkers in that in that group. Yeah. A couple. But yeah. Not not a lot. <laughs> And th- then this was your first time working with Mr. Ray. Uh, My first and, and last. And the last, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen again. It's, na- no. it's now in your writer. No. Yeah, it's yeah, in your writer. <laughs> not going to have that. Dare you. On the second night of Hanukkah, how could you? <laughs> that's, your ge- that's my gift. <laughs> I don't me. Ever- <laughs> is that I don't ever have to do that again. Yeah, well, I mean, in fact, <laughs> there's going to be, because, at, because I've heard that every Jewish holiday is they tried to kill us, they failed, now let's eat. That that's, shows you, and yeah, and so eat the whitest and fattiest thing you can find, like a, a matzo ball. Or, yeah, or like I think in I think Hanukkah they eat jelly donuts, like any, yeah. like anything just a fatty. So now there's like, gonna be a new Jewish holiday of like I worked with that I worked with Adam Ray I survived yeah, let's yeah. eat yes it's yeah. Ad- <laughs> Rayuka <laughs> I'll take it on the first night on the first night of Rayuka we all Ad- Adam Ray Chanika. <laughs> The first night of Adam Ray Chanika, we all yeah. eat gummy bears in celebration of when Adam told me a long you story. Know, you know what? You know what brings people together on on sets What's that? Uh, is always food. Yes. Like yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, and so that's like that's the bonding thing. You know, I, I you guys just had her, but like that's how. I, I knew like I knew Tiffany Thiessen for a really long time yes. just around campus. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, but. We really bonded when during the setup and then the pilot of White Collar because she's a food fanatic and I'm yeah. a food fanatic. Yeah. And that became like a thing. And then all of a sudden, the rest of the cast started like, hey, where did you guys? You guys were talking about that great chicken you had. Where was that? Everybody and like, loves and that, it just, right? It just kept happening. And so you can, that can always be a common thing. Like, yeah. hey, I yeah. found the greatest dumplings in yeah. this town. You were yeah. doing Let's that. Let's go. You were doing that right. in Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that, I, and especially when you're in an area that you don't know. Like, cause that's, well, that's the glory of traveling. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, to, to, you know, you guys are comedians and you go places, you know, you, sh- you have to have your thing that you go check out. Yeah. So the thing to go, to, like for me, it's always food. Yes. So whatever they got there. Yes. I don't want to eat at the Olive Garden. Right. I, I don't care if it's you know. And that's the says first the guy thing. who was kicked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, right. the, you, that's the okay. First I'm thing. not allowed to <laughs> yeah. eat yeah, yeah, yeah. at Olive Garden. I've seen I've seen your photo in all the Olive Gardens, <laughs> yeah, and it's not because okay. you signed it. Yeah. Okay, uh, but I, he did sign it with yeah, 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 you. I thought no. blooming onion, uh, <laughs> keep that ranch flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That meant something different yeah. in Omaha than it did. Well, but 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 that but that's like the first question every comic. Asks, oh yeah! Like when where we do we eat? Yes. Where should I eat? Yeah, yeah I like that, and I also yeah. like uh, vintage clothing stores because that's oh, where you get the great T-shirts. Yeah. Okay, that are not in you know thirty dollars in Los Angeles. You get them for right. two dollars at the local. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the, so those are the two things. That I, some my friend is like always the the record store. You know, yeah. like wherever where's the record store? Yeah. Um, I uh when I I go to towns, I love zoos. That's not even like that's not a joke. It's not a bit. I love going to. The oh zoo. no, it's a joke. <laughs> no, it's not. You might not think it's a joke, oh, okay. but it's fantastic. It's only a joke it's when fantastic. one of the orangutans adopted me. <laughs> that's the only time it got to I be mean, a joke. I mean, some people are like some people are like strict, like really strict. Like yeah. it's the museum, but a lot of places there isn't a museum. Yeah, or like. Uh, but yeah, you but know, there's food everywhere. There's food everywhere. So that makes and sense. there's local food. Yeah, like you know. 
I, I also, because I'm a food guy, I'm, I'm a partner in restaurants. I'm yes. like a food Little guy. Doms. Little Doms Tell here in that. LA. Jam yeah. in New York. Uh, soon to be Little Doms in Carpinteria. Ooh. Um, and uh, <laughs> Little so, Dom is the new nickname so, for my penis. So because I'm... <laughs> wow. By the way, that... Okay. Wow. And you just took yourself off the plus one. And I'm big Dom. Seen. I'm big Dom. He's Little Dom. Wait, how do you get... So that's a big ordeal to adventure to, to jump kidding. into being a partner in a restaurant. So... I mean, obviously, you have to love food to want to do that. But like, yeah. at at what point do you just go? It's time that I get involved in a spot. Well, and then, how do you go about doing that? Well, it's funny. It's funny you said that. So after Mr. Belvedere and <laughs> great sense, it all goes back to Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, it always does. I had made a little bit of money, and then I didn't work for like six months, and I was terrified. Like, oh my god, what's going to happen? So me and two buddies opened some coffee houses here in Los Angeles. Whoa. And we thought, this will be great. It'll be like so cool. And we're, we're such hipsters. Like, it'll be so cool. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, Starbucks, there's a company called Starbucks. Huh? I don't know if you've heard of that. Starbucks? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The guy who sold my Seattle Supersonics to Oklahoma City, Howard Schultz. Yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Jews. Yeah. Always the Jews. <laughs> uh, but so, so uh, they had just been starting and like, you can't own a coffee house so they yeah. i lost all my money i lost oh, every penny that i had did you have any success with it before no okay no wow um and then so then i said never again yeah never again and then my career did pretty well and i was making real money and uh and a friend of mine was working for someone else managing a bunch of restaurants mm -hmm. and i just watched him and it was like wow this guy's really good he's really on the ball and he wanted to open his own restaurant so he got out of that working for someone else and he got investors and we spent a year developing it and it was Dominic's which yeah. was here in uh, West Hollywood yes. on uh, Beverly and it was wildly successful and uh, it, we just got really lucky and then we opened Little Dom's which is in Los Feliz and uh, it's gangbusters and great you know so it's it so it, I, I was like I'm never doing this again and then now I'm in but now hardcore but now doing well yeah, it's doing really well. Jem awesome. is uh, is in New York City. It's a, it's the superstar uh, chef named Flynn McGarry. He's nineteen years old. What? The movie just came out. It's called Chef Flynn. Uh, what? He's a rock star. He's the Justin Bieber of food. They call <laughs> him. <laughs> Has there ever been one of these before? I mean, uh, no, like, no, it was his first restaurant. I mean, but I mean, like, a, I've never heard of a nineteen-year-old chef that's a superstar. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Chef yeah. Boyardee was twenty-two when sure. he started. Yeah. Sure, so that was like a little and, late. And then and well, Chef and, on, uh, Chef on that show, that animated show, South Park. But yeah, yeah he was a little older. Oh, yeah. he, he was twenty-five. He was, yeah. a older. he was four. And then the <laughs> Swedish chef, yes, from the Muppets. Yeah, but he, but yeah, but he was older. Oh yeah, yeah, he was about yeah. fifty. I mean, um, yeah, that's what. Yeah, so it's he's very famous. Flynn McGarry, if you look him up, he's he's very famous. What do you love about being attached to Little Dom's? Uh, Little Dom's, Little Dom's is like to me like the perfect restaurant. Okay. It's neighborhoody. It's uh, not expensive. People people who go there, um, there's something you feel when you walk into a restaurant. Mm -hmm. People who go to Little Dom's eat there four times a week, and you feel that oh, when you walk awesome. in the restaurant. So it's the neighborhood. And it's yeah, it's yeah. very it's perfectly placed in Los Feliz because people who live in Los Feliz like walk eat there it, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um uh you know, lunch, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I feel uh, like that's kind of the goal, right? If you're ha opening well, a restaurant you, to have uh, a consistent clientele that I'll is also you, it's, it's warm. Inter it's interesting because like Jam in New York is is warm and inviting. It's very small. 
as a tasting menu because he's but he's dealing in high cuisine mm. like fine dining it's really hard to make money in fine dining really so Why we're going to open we're going to open a more casual version cool. on Mulberry Street um but you know she, Flynn is like a you know a scientist genius. Man. It's really hard to make because every penny you, you when you go to some fancy fancy restaurant yeah and it's two hundred bucks yeah the reality is it's all on the plate it's all there it's not like oh we went and got some ground chuck and and <laughs> and threw some American Beauty pasta <laughs> on it ninety nine cents right. like it's yeah. literally all on the plate and, oh, and wow. it's really hard to make money in fine dining. Interesting. So, I I would think it'd be the exact opposite. No, it's it's not true. Wow, <laughs> um, Man, we're learning stuff here I'm, in the about last night. Like podcast. you, like we'd make more money uh, if we owned a shawarma stand uh, <laughs> than we than we than we're making at Gem right now. Well, they, and Gem, by the way, Gem is sold out. It's two seatings a night, completely sold out. Wow, always. Wow. Yeah, it's bizarre. And then yet still hard, hard to make a buck. Yeah. I've had an idea for a 24-hour or at least open until 3 a.m. mac and cheese bar. Tell me your thoughts on that. Like pink berry, but for mac and cheese. So yeah, you got pastas think, and cheese. A, I think there is something like that because I watch Shark Tank. And B, Damn it. Um, you, you got to pick your market. I mean, if that Midwest. wouldn't work everywhere. <laughs> the Midwest yeah. and L.A. Not L.A. Why not? That's too fatty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. It's but all, what there yeah, should be, carbs. if yeah, you yeah. go in on this with me, all your money. Uh, listen, I'm here in your palatial estate. Okay. I, obviously, I see <laughs> the cash. Note to self, Google what palatial is. <laughs> um, you, you checked in with the bellman when you got is, here. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a bellman. <laughs> we pay him to not kill us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a screw-off cap on his, on his yeah. bottle. <laughs> but here's the thing. This should be in every college town. You guys travel a lot because yeah. you work in the comedy yeah. arts. Mm -hmm. um, the, com the comedy God. arts? Every college town. It's a chain, yeah. national chain. Okay. Suds. Half of it is a beer bar, yeah. and then you walk through those horrible like plastic dividers okay. uh, that divide rooms, yeah. and the other half is a laundromat. <laughs> Every single college Holy town should shit. have a suds have in it. Have you pitched this? To who? Shark Tank? Shark Tank? To whoever your other restaurant tour people are? Oh my God, that. wait, so I'm you in go the to do business. your laundry, and then you go chill yeah. at and you the can, bar? And you can chill at the bar while oh you're doing your laundry. And it's one... And it's called Suds? It's called Suds. Really? Holy shit. Really? With a Z or an S. Wow, hey. that's fancy. That's market by market. Yeah. Willie, really? feel... I'm part owner of a brewery in San Diego. I know some beer people. Wow. We can make this happen. Are they all little people? Damn it. Wait, is that a problem? Wait, what's no, the name of the No, it is a problem because they don't do enough laundry. <laughs> Their clothes are tiny. <laughs> like, how can you make money when they're just... They're tiny in, clothing. Yeah, they're just like, throwing in the accessories from Build-A-Bear. It's I mean, like you're not going to make that much money. I mean, you dress for like three weeks before you got to do a load of laundry. Like, That's actually very true. Wait, uh, what? Uh, yeah. Wait, that is a fucking incredible name for... Okay, talk to your friends. Let's do it. We'll open the first suds at the... At the um, at at the UCSD campus there. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. We're oh, in. I'd okay. go in on that. That so I bet that would crush. Right? right? Why you're wouldn't in laundry? it? Laundry? You 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 get hammered it while you're like, your laundry. It can be like a thing like, oh, that's school. Oh, oh, and we it's have a, cool a suds. Yeah. We have a suds right on Main Street. Never Every has, campus like, oh, you have a suds in this Street? town? By the yeah. way, it's like, you know, you're, what a weird concept to take that activity that every college kid needs to do, but I, I right. do, and to play devil's advocate, like there are the people that are just like, I want to do my laundry, 
I got to study for my test. I'm going to put it. Right. I'm going to go back and study. Right. But I would uh, also be willing to say because there's a big percentage of people that are like, I got to do my fucking laundry, but I want to go out tonight. Right. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Like my kid is about to go to college. Mm-hmm. There is laundry in the dorms. Yes. But you got to keep going down and checking on it. And like you or get you're your gonna, machine. Or you're going to sit there. Could it's antisocial it's, too when you just yeah, stay in yeah, your dorm. Yeah. And you're in your dorm. But this way you can go, hey, what are you going to do? Hey, you want to go do a load of laundry? Yeah, come on, we're gonna. Come on. I'm, gonna I'm gonna do my laundry. Let's, Let's get go. fucked up and go wash our socks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then in the VIP room, there's a bubble bath hot tub <laughs> for suds. <laughs> well, that's only in the VIP though. By the way, there was a place in Seattle. Where <laughs> open, I grew up. Bathing. open bathing, open bathing, open bathing. There yeah, was yeah, a place yeah. called so disgusting. There was a place called Tubs uh, in the University <laughs> District of University of Washington. Where I grew up, and I thought it was a sandwich place for a long time. And then one of my friends' dads was like, "No, people pay to fuck in those hot tubs." And I was like. Like, cool. That's you know I'm so, ten, right? You know <laughs> that's so disgusting. Yeah, I thought yeah. Tubbs was owned by Louis Anderson. By the way, my favorite actor right now is Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm on. Do you watch the show? Yeah, he's I'm incredible. He's unbelievable. I play, I play a woman. It's great. Oh wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait. Uh, oh my god. His mother. Willie, I'm gonna um. I'm a sing it. I'm gonna read through uh, just a bunch more. Okay. I'll, I'll just. Do, I'll do, I promise. Stop. I'll do one sentence. One. Okay. Uh, monk. Monk. I uh, played uh, Monk's landlord. Uh, I had a uh, monk had a monkey in that episode. <laughs> uh, Stargate. <laughs> Stargate, I was there a lot. Yes. Uh, and I played a guy who was an alien, but he didn't know he was an alien. And then they brought me back to play a guy who created a show about aliens. He didn't know where he got all these ideas because he was actually an alien. And it was their chance to make every joke you could ever make about a Stargate-like show. Wow. And then they brought me back again, and now I've sold it to the movies and it's to make every other joke you could make about a Stargate that like show. Like oh my god! Inception before yeah. Inception. Yeah, it was, it was kind of meta, brilliant, uh, and great episode. It was every joke they could make about themselves. People yeah. geek out uh, to you a lot about that show. And I, yeah, and I became really good friends with uh, Rick uh, Richard Dean Anderson, and uh, he was off of the show. Mm-hmm. And even came back to do my episodes because he because he was a good guy. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World, I probably played, I grew up with the guy who created it. Yeah. Uh, I probably played seven or eight different roles over Accord, the course of the show. According to your Wikipedia, you, you, you played four different characters. I don't know how many I played. Yeah. But right. I married them. I worked for the father. I married them as a priest. I worked yeah. for them as a father. I worked as a janitor at the school. I mean, I, And then you I, came I, back and did some Girl Meets World stuff, too. I did one episode okay. of Girl Meets World, but then I also directed Girl Meets World. I'm very, I, I mean, there I've known go. these kids since they were... And now, and now I'm friends with uh, Daniel Fischel's husband. Oh, great. Jensen. Great. Yeah. Great. Topanga. I mean, I've literally known them. I've grown up with them. I, I, I'm you know, so, so jealous that my friend got to marry Topanga. I'm, sure. I'm like, dude. Sure. Well, well done, Jensen. Sure. Carp. Sure. <laughs> She's a fine woman. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot be a true actor of your magnitude without having a CSI credit. And you do. The best episode ever. Come on. Right? He's a plushie. <laughs> Were you really? Wait, is, yeah. that, is that basically their version of a furry? A plushie. Okay, yeah. a plushie. Uh, yeah. How sad that I know all about this. Because <laughs> you're because you, you dive research. into your work. A yeah, plushie is work. in the entire outfit. Okay. A furry yes. will just have like uh, elastic around their wrist and have like fur. Oh. So a plushie is the whole outfit. 
a furry is suggestive. So a oh. plushie, they look at the furry as like, you're not committed. Right. Yeah. And it was a uh, a murder at a plushie convention. That was in the best Las episode Vegas. Of CSI. And I was this main suspect. I was sexy kitty. I was in a <laughs> six foot uh, But what was your character? Electric yeah. <laughs> I was a six I was a six foot uh blue electric blue kitten yeah. with a bra on the outside and a boa and i spoke in a southern bell voice and they i was a suspect because Can you do the voice i spoke like this <laughs> and uh and they found a uh, semen of course they did on the victims uh, on the victim's costume and they thought I was the suspect, and they bring me in for questioning. I won't take the hat off, and then finally, they take the head off, and I got thick glasses on, and my name is like Harvey Glickman, and, and I go, and I go, okay, are you happy now? I'm like, you see why I go? Where else am I going to have people rubbing up against me all the time? And it was a great, it was a, a brilliant episode. Jerry Stahl wrote it. Oh, uh, wow. Permanent Midnight. Yeah, he wrote it. Uh, for me, actually. That's amazing. Terrific. Uh, two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. Stephen Staven uh, was a doctor who was dating a dermatologist. I think he was dating someone that John Cryer was dating. It was very funny. Uh, my friend Eddie Gordetsky runs that, who was running that show at the time. Do you know Eddie Gordetsky? Yeah, he wrote it. for every- The greatest punch-up man in the business, That's Eddie like, Gordetsky. Isn't that like a punchline in the yes. city? Like, do you know yes. Eddie Gordetsky? Yes. Like, um, anyway, <laughs> so he, he wrote that for me, and that was, that was very nice. <laughs> I didn't know Eddie Gordetsky actually existed. It's he's real because I've heard that joke as right. a punchline. No, he's real. I was with him three <laughs> nights ago. As a matter of fact, well, say hi to the greatest punch-up man of the business. I will. He really Andy is. Gordetsky. He really uh, is. How different are the white-collar Sex in the City experiences? Because completely uh, different. So different. Yeah. yeah. Completely different. I mean, uh, kind of. Uh, Sex in the City was for me was like playtime. I knew yeah. I knew Sarah Jessica for years before. Okay. And mm-hmm. so to play her best friend was like we would have been hanging out on each right. other's set if either of us wasn't on the show and, wow. you, and you would have been talking so that was the real, same way and I also was really playing <laughs> yes. a character yes. that was like so over the top for me to play Yeah. Um, and White Collar was more serious business in terms of wow this is, I'm gonna I had more of a say in mm-hmm. making it great so that was uh, and it was also the closest I've ever played to myself Oh, I was going to ask that. So question. that was that was yeah. like really it, 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 entirely different experience, but both unbelievably yeah. rewarding. I would say, as I'm transitioning into a woman, no, as yeah. as <laughs> Congratulations. I, you can't say transition anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. right in front of us. As yeah. I'm transitioning to directing and Great producing tits, and writing, what? white collar really facilitated that because wow. I had a lot of it was much more collaborative. Uh, yeah. in terms of being responsible for what was going on when 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 fans meet you are 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 some disappointed that you're not your sex in the city character it's a it depends i mean yeah it it depends most of the fans of that most of the rabid fans of that show yeah are like are really rabid about all the information about that show okay so they they pretty much know Right. Um, it's it's it is weird. Someone who comes up and says, "Oh my God, you're not a you're not a flamboyant homosexual." It's like it means okay, you're stupid because you don't know anything about right. the show. Like yeah, and I used to like at the beginning, it was in interviews and doing press. Like people yeah. were so stupid, and <laughs> yeah. and I would say, "Oh my God, you're so different than the character on the show." I'm like, yeah, you acting. know, and it's also because sexuality is such a hot. 
button yeah. topic. Right. And I would say, I would always answer the same. I'd say, you know, when I was at N- NYPD Blue, no one asked me if I was a murderer. Like, right. I'm a fucking actor. Yeah. Right. You know, like, <laughs> um, but on the other hand, I wanted to always be really respectful. Sure. Because there's nothing worse, and it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than actors uh, playing homosexuals on television who every interview are basically doing cartwheels talking about how not gay they are. Yeah. Right. Like it would be bad <laughs> if they were gay. Well, I'm not gay. Right, right. right. But yeah. my character. Well. So I never would say it. Yeah. Right. I would say I would say, well, why is it bad if I was gay? Like like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like like I just didn't understand right, it. Right. And every actor was making such a big deal about it. You said right. Stern was freaking out about it, right? Stern was great. Yeah. Stern was great. It's my favorite thing ever. Can I tell the yes, story? Please, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I never met Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sex and the City was really big on the Stern show. Also, okay. let's just say one of the biggest shows of all time. Yeah, it's really well, big. Well, I mean, so more, more in society than actually what... You know, you have to remember, it was HBO still. Six million people was a huge number Oh yeah, for HBO. But if you yeah. read any magazine, you'd think 100 million people watched the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway... Every Monday morning, first thing, Howard Stern show, every Monday morning. He was Him and Robin. So what did you think of the episode last night? Like <laughs> every Monday morning. That's the dream. So, That's awesome. And then Howard's big, uh, big battle cry was like that I was not homosexual. And it, it, it was like driving him crazy. Yeah. Like, and he, he would pay, he would play uh clips of other interviews with me yeah. and stop and say I don't know that sounds pretty gay to me <laughs> or, or he'd say things like you know what? why this guy like why yeah. is this guy playing the part then yeah. Yeah. like like you could you could throw a rock in Times Square and hit, <laughs> and hit some gay actor to play the part and it's like it's just yeah. non-stop so, so Sarah Jessica and I are at a party one night on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and uh, I see him Standing across the room, and yeah. I've never met him in my life. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to, I got to go. Sure, got you. So I go out, Howard. Here I am, yeah. not gay, standing right in front of you. Oh. What, what do you got? I, w- I would have loved if you had just walked him. Went, Howard, Dolly, <laughs> yeah. like, tongue right in mouth. Like, um, yeah. Is this what you like, wanted? Like gayer than the character. <laughs> no. So so I he goes he goes man he was so he was so nice he's like yeah. man I got five hours a day to fill. I'm yeah. talking out of my yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I love yeah. it. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, sure. It's and an we honor. hug each other. Goodbye, whatever. Yeah. We had a very early call Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I always shared a driver. So 5.30 pickup. We're going out to Long Island or something. Yeah. 6 a.m. We always listen to Howard Stern. 6 a.m. Howard Stern shows comes on. And they play the theme music. First sentence is Robin. She goes, so Howard. How was your weekend? Yeah. First thing he says of the week. Yeah. Well, I met that faggot from Sex and the City. <laughs> First thing out of his mouth. Oh, it's my so, God. It was like so great. I was in rapture. And yeah. I've never been on the show or anything. I, I've been up to Sirius in, yeah. Uh, yeah. in New York. I've been on the studios like yeah. doing... You know, sure. you, you get interviewed by 20 rounds. different yep. shows. Yep. And uh, I've seen Gary a number of times. And he's like, hey, Gary's always really nice to me. Yeah. And I said, well, get me on the show. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And I never hear from them. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so when you, you lived in New York when you got the show? When you no. auditioned for it? No. Nope. You were Neither show. Neither show. Wow. Neither Sex and City or White Collar. And I wouldn't have gotten the role in New York. Why? Because um, they still even, I don't know if it's still true, but probably still is true. The money is here, mm-hmm. and they're really for these bigger parts. They're looking for the people, unless you're a star, like, like uh, 
you know, Cynthia Nixon was a huge Broadway star, so she lived in New York. And yeah. Sarah lived in New York. But the rest of us all lived here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that audition like? Do you remember? Yeah, I went in I went in for Darren Starr, who was the creator, uh, producer, and the casting director. And that was it, in a very small room. Yeah. Very, like a freakishly small room. Um, I just call it a room. Yeah. <laughs> room. I love that. I, my, my son's living in it now. <laughs> um, and uh, but he's got long hair. He looks like a girl. You can't you can't tell the until the end of the movie. But um, but so so uh, I go in and I read. And I read it as a guy uh, who happened to be a homosexual because there were lines about it. Okay. But that was it. I, I wasn't playing it at yeah. all. And I I left to leave. And Darren goes, uh, Willie. As I'm opening the door, he's Willie. And I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Nice suit. <laughs> well, that's such a weird thing to say. I said, Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I guess I wore the right suit to the yeah. audition. Yeah. yeah. So I get the call back to go to network to mm-hmm. HBO for the final audition, and I did it the same way. Yeah. And there was no one else there for that part. Whoa. So there's always, you know, there are three girls yes. for all the other parts, yeah, yeah. and there's no one else there for my part. What are the girls were there for other parts? You remember? None of the girls who got it mm. were there. Wow. Um, so like, you know, Kristen wasn't there. But I'm sure a lot of big name people were going in for that, right? It, yeah, but prestige. I don't remember. I okay. was in my head. I, yes. I don't remember. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, so I did it the same way. Just a guy who happened to be gay. And I get the part. And we go to shoot the pilot at shooting. Mm-hmm. And Darren is standing next to the camera. He's screaming, Gayer! <laughs> Gayer! And it's like... Uh, I, I didn't even know what he meant. I thought well, he, w- he he was actually just ordering his prostitute that night. Wow, <laughs> that's not nice. That's not. Nice. I would have done it for free. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and and then, you know to the point where I was terrified that it was offensive, right? Because I didn't want to be, be scary. Almost I scary for you. I mean, I felt I was I was like I quickly in that moment clicked on to an old agent of mine, mm-hmm. and I played him. I was okay. imitating someone. Yeah. Um, that is a um, cool little uh, anecdote secret, I feel like, that I hear more and more from great actors that are like, I'm um, um, not impersonating, but imitating, well, but like... someone in your life yes, that like... Remi- you like can base that, it off somebody. That yes. kind of guy. You can see that person. Yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking about how would he do that. Yeah. Or that that sounds like him to me. And that that line choice. sounds like him to and me. And they love that choice. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what it became. And then And then... When Michael Patrick King took over, who also does stand-up, mm. by the way. Oh, wow. Did you know that? No. He's a big stand-up comic. Whoa. I mean, now he doesn't have to. I mean, he has a lot of money. He usually goes by his nickname, Carrot Top. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about mystery. I, Carrot Top, isn't that Kathy Griffin? Hilarious, <laughs> um, yes. So, if they, that's a Scooby-Doo episode waiting to happen. <laughs> and I would have got away with it, too. But, but uh, um, I would hear on the subway uh, in New York, I would hear some very flamboyant line mm-hmm. and i go into work and i'd say oh my god i heard a guy say something like like oh she's all that and a bag of donuts or something <laughs> and I'd, I'd be like oh my god we have to i have to say that today like <laughs> like how do we work like like i yeah. and so it's like literally you're, you're picking out things from life and they were all about that you could bring stuff in like that i could and- well michael uh is a really great writer mm-hmm. and he works very hard on making it perfect so it didn't happen right away yeah we got uh, the first few times I, I, we fought. Yeah. And then he would find when he was editing that he was using my take mm. uh, until it got to the point where we had a great understanding. Like, I, I, I'm not trying to 
ruin it yeah. or claim ownership. Right. No. I'm just trying to make it better. And if right. I have a better blow at the end of the scene, yeah. then let's do it. Right. If I don't, I won't. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, so we got to, and you know, we're dear friends, and he's he's a That's terrific great. guy. He's a great writer. And, and a, yeah. And you like like I mean, he say, did the you, comeback. Yeah. yeah there ever been a better show. television show nope. than the comeback? Nope. You know, just wrong time. Yeah. What yeah. was your? Um, I just want to hear before we wrap up, like favorites. Um, because you did tell me I think it was Eliza Minnelli story from the movie. I want to hear that before we wrap up. Or who was the singer that was that was at the in the second movie? Um, uh, that's, is it her? Yeah, it's a little singer named Liza yeah. Minnelli. <laughs> yeah. She's a new kid. You're talking about, about but it, I mean, she was an interesting cat, really. Bef- I mean, but before I, you tell that story, I want to know what just from the shooting of the show. When did you realize like that people started recognizing you, or that you were like, oh, this show is actually taking over the zeitgeist? Yeah, it was about it was like midway through the second season. Gotcha. They knew because yeah. they do research and everything, sure. but I didn't feel it. And then it just became like, it just exploded into the world. And everyone, every article was about it. And yeah. people were talking, women were talking about it on the news all the time. And, and it what was is like, that like? It was weird. And in New York, you know, it's great in New York. Because we you were lived like, in New York the whole time, right? No, I was here. Okay. I was commuting. Okay. Well, that's right. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but it was like being on the Yankees in New York. It was such, yeah. we were hometown heroes. It was so Amazing. great. And we shot the hell out of that city. And it was sure. great. You know, I, I got really fortunate because then White Collar did the same thing. We shot the hell out of the city, and yeah. people really took us under their wing too. And yeah, it's like um, yeah, it's like White Collar, Sex and the City, Law and Order. <laughs> like yeah, you guys yeah. Just do New York like no yeah. like nobody did. And Gotham. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I, I have nothing to say. About it. <laughs> I mean, um, so what? What do you want me to tell me well, another so story? You're, you're, or? No, you're uh, and then you're. Um, your uh, most um, memorable moment from the show, if there was like something, a moment where you, uh, you know, just had a, um, man, my life fucking rules. Like, Well, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I love, I like Sarah Jessica a lot. Yes. Like we're mm-hmm. really close and we always have been. And so those are my favorite scenes when it was just the two of us yes. talking. And uh, one night we had like, it was such a perfect night. We had, Michael wanted 10,000 extras behind us. Good Lord. You can't get 10,000 no. extras, obviously. Yeah, you just gotta go in a nickname. So, so mm-hmm. what they did was uh, they they wrote the scene at Lincoln Center. Yeah. And at 10 p.m. at Lincoln Center, the ballet, the opera, and the New York State Theater all let out at 10 o'clock. So there are 10,000 people. Yeah. So we went at 8 o'clock, set up the shot, and then we had two hours to kill. Yeah. And Sarah, I remember it was lightly snowing, and we're right across from Central Park, and Sarah Jessica and I went for a walk. Then we went and got a drink. And we did, and it was like, our life is terrific. We get to be together. And it's like a beautiful New York night. Yeah. And then we had one shot to take yeah. that shot. I mean, that was it. Yeah. Um, you can't get everyone back to one. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> Start again. And uh, at 10 o'clock, all the doors hit open. And there are 10,000 New Yorkers standing behind us. And we started walking and doing the scene. And we got it in one take. And it was like, Whoa. this is just ideal. Everything about this is just beautiful and perfect now I, now I have to go back and watch this scene yeah it's filming in New York as great as it seems the best like that's what I the want the best I mean white collar was uh, lower budget so it was really mm-hmm. funny because I'm I you know Sex and City happened already yeah so I had this face people know this face yeah and uh, there's a street on uh, the Lower East Side called Allen Street and Allen Street has an island in the middle of it mm-hmm. so one direction goes one way and the other it's also where every tour bus Mm. Uh, comes up from going downtown. And White Collar, the location manager, 
uh, set up the scene and they scouted it. Like, oh, it's going to be great. It's what a great location. And we're shooting on location and literally every three minutes, a tour bus would come by and the guy on the mic would go, and to our left is Sex in the City's Willie Garson. Like, <laughs> like while we're trying to shoot the scene, like like I'm a statue like oh, yeah. standing in New York. Or, or, or Matt and I, Matt Bomer and I, we did a lot of walk and talks yeah. in New York. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we lock off what you can, but right. you can't. In New York, it's you really hard stop. to lock yeah. off for real. Right. And people would come up in the middle of the scene like, oh my God, Stanford from Sex in the City. And it would be like in the middle of the set and I'd be like, not right now, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know. So that, but that's, you know, that's, that's fun. That's so fun. That's fun. You like that, right? Oh, yeah. I love it. Come on. I love yeah. it. It, it. Do you do you like being characterized as a character actor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, my heart uh, goes out to people who are leading men mm-hmm. who are dying to be character actors yeah because you get to you know I mean, my heart is breaking my, my heart's not breaking for tom cruise but sure. tom cruise has to play tom cruise right he can't well, in every Trop- movie he did tropic thunder yeah, yeah. It, but, but yeah, that's yeah and, he had to do that and like, no one cared yeah. really about him <laughs> being in tropic thunder yeah like um it's really hard you know like like you know some of them really work hard at trying to be character actors brad pitt tries really hard to be a character actor yeah you know, yeah, and, and, um, and it's one of those things where, and if you have a career like you've had, where you, it seems like you've just been working now consistently for almost forty years. Yeah, that, I mean, which I'm, is I'm fifty four. I started working when I was thirteen. Yeah, so forty years. And like the Fuck. character, and actor I'm youthful. Seems, you are. Yeah, you that, look younger than both of us. I yeah. mean, yeah. What's, uh, what's your secret? Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> um, what's that called, Mayor uh, Fleur de Mer? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That that what's that great? Do you know? There's a woman in the room. Like, um, yeah, no, but like creme de mer. Yes. Creme de mer. Yes, still don't like, know. It's like a billion dollars an ounce. Like a oh, is it like I, a cream or something? Is it like yeah. a Cindy Crawford cream? Yeah, it's some. Kind I of very cream. stonily watched like three hours of that infomercial on repeat one night. <laughs> Why and wouldn't became you? Became fascinated with the doctor because Why it was nonstop, you? and it was like Cindy, like supermodel extraordinaire. What's the she last thing? Like she was twenty since she was four. What's the yeah. last thing you bought on a TV ad at three in the morning? Oh, oh boy! I, um, I, I know that answer. What is it? The magic bullet. Which <laughs> oh, is, what? It's like a chopping thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the blender. Yeah, it's yeah. I wish blender. I had a weirder answer. I think that's what I bought. Hey, what? What have I wanted to buy? Okay, let me get the list out. <laughs> I bought. I bought the copper pots. You son of a bitch! They're fin- by the way. Is that the the flavor saver? The guy with the the mullet and the chick that they clearly have sexual attention. <laughs> the flavor between? saver was lying right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no, no. The uh, no the, crock, the crocker pot. What is it? The copper pot. The copper pots. They're copper. Yeah. And you can do it. You can cook a baby in one. I mean, you can do anything. <laughs> in it. Um, That's what sold you. <laughs> yeah. I bought. Uh, oh, now I know. I bought the uh, fir- squatty potty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a squatty potty. Oh, by the way, it's useless. I threw it out. Yeah, useless. never use mine. How either. dare you? Yeah. I, well, okay. I guess the squatty well, you're potty. You're using it for yeah. other reasons. I, that's a different. <laughs> you're gonna hop up there. there. I get it. True. I get okay. it. I get it. I was gonna say because my because <laughs> my feet normally don't touch the ground when right. I'm on the toilet. Right. Okay. So when, I, so when I'm right. on the squatty potty, I'm like, this is how people have it all the time. <laughs> right. No, I get it. I get <laughs> it. Assholes. I get it. This is great. Uh, no, but and then and then and then because I have a dog that sheds. I have I I just bought the fur wizard. Shetty Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shetty Freddy, worst action figure ever. Yeah. <laughs> Shetty Freddy. It's like it's just a clump of hair. Yeah, it's oh, the guy who played um the shaggy dog. Oh, so yeah. hold on, is it like tape that just takes the fair hair away? No, nah, fur wizard is just like brush. 
Fair wizard? Yeah, fur wizard. Oh, fur wizard. Yeah, which sounds like, I mean, kind of like a sect of homosexuality. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, if sure. you have... Yeah, yeah. If, if, if she's a real fur wizard. <laughs> she's a fur wizard. You know, you're like, oh, okay. Wow. Big bush. Uh, wow. So, like, yeah, it, 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 it's like a Can't brush. say bush. It's too soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Well done, oh, sir. Sorry. Well done. Thank yeah. you. That was a You're damn good joke. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you, Joe. Wait, the, um, there are a lot of things that I do want to buy uh, on late night that I yeah. just, uh, I feel like, I mean, there's got to be somebody out there on an episode of Hoarders or Strange Addictions that has just purchased everything, right? Or do you think uh, yeah. truly it well, is people it's hard, there? It's hard because I, I bought more things probably now off of Shark Tank. You have? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going right. to ask what your weird quirks and hobbies are and things like that, <laughs> but like. I love Shark mm. Tank. Shark Tank is amazing. I love that show so much. It's amazing because it feels less scripted. Yes. Than the others. Yes. You know what I mean? And the fact I, that it's actually their money. I love I love reality yeah. TV. I, yeah, I, you do. I watch a lot of okay. reality TV. So let's go through the list. Shaw's. Well, the Shaw's of Sunset. Yeah, yeah. Come on. How could you not? <laughs> uh, I mean, if there is one to watch, it's that one versus like New Jersey or Orange Oh, no. I, I'm off the Housewives. Uh, I used to, when I was commuting to New York, mm -hmm. it was great because you could watch a whole season of this stuff yeah. in one flight. So yeah. I would catch up on all of, you know, because it's, you know, direct TV on the plane. What do you love about um, Shaz of Sunset? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the characters are so great. I mean, that these are people. It's fantastic. I know. The other one, real. do you watch uh, Below Deck? Below Deck. I've seen, yeah, I've seen. Uh, Below yeah. Deck is very watchable. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real live love boat. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a real love yeah, it's boat. it's pretty crazy. I, it's just I a staff feel, it's on a boat. It's sometimes wow. feeling, uh, it's getting too scripted right now for me yeah mm. like i don't feel it's organic what about like the the go-to survivor big brother american idol can't do it no. i have a friend on survivor right now what? really and i'm trying to watch because i want to support him uh he's been on amazing race twice and now he's on survivor that Jeez. show to me is phenomenal it's 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 amazing it wins the emmy every year well it's amazing the idea that that they make these people actually do it's a this. scavenger hunt yeah. around the world yeah it's crazy yeah. in war-torn places i mean it's like totally ridiculous we sent them to chechnya <laughs> yeah like, okay. exactly. a matchbook <laughs> and a jamba juice and a big yeah, yeah what about shows like a, a big mac and a popeye's drumstick <laughs> yeah. good luck good luck go to latvia to get yeah. a condom used um now what about uh, like naked and afraid or something like that no but my my friend produces it but it's i feel it looks scripted to me yeah i don't like it to look scripted i like less scripted but I know because I've tried to work in in the reality yeah. realm. All they want is scripted. I know. They want to script it. Yeah. They don't like, want to roll the dice and take a risk. No, right? I mean, I just watched, uh, they did a remake. Um, I'm old, so they did a remake of... Candid Howdy Doody? Oh, no. sorry. Keep going. Jesus. <laughs> they did a remake of, uh, of uh, Candid Camera. And it was so show. scripted. Oh, bummer. Yeah. But the old one was so great. Like, yes. you really believe, like, that was happening. I love right. that show. Yeah, they did a really scripted one. Well, they're bringing back America's fun. Funniest Home Videos with Bob Saget. Oh, that's good. It's like an edgier one, though, I guess. That's good. All of his shows get brought Is back. Is he going to drop the weight? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. No, he's going to put more on, actually. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent. He's doing the voices, so it's fine. <laughs> 
That uh, house, now that he's now that he's gained the weight, that house is fuller. <laughs> a terrible joke. Well, you could be uh, a comic, nice man. man. I feel like there's there's a. You've comic. said that before. You're horribly wrong, but uh, no, I don't think no, I am. You can do it. Uh, yeah, you're quick enough and you're charming enough. Yeah, well, Thir- thirty-five minutes of suds jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you do the grand opening of suds. How about yeah. that? Oh, suds would be so great. Not a bad idea. I know Cuban's agent could uh, even two hundred. Maybe there's a fast track suds. Yeah. Open in one year, we could do it. Like yeah. every co- it's such every a cheap model campus. too, right? How because how crazy does the bar have to be? Not no, make no. it no. like a TV screens. Or but make it look kids. make it look like a college bar though, right? Yeah. yeah, a few TVs. Yeah, a bunch of beers. It doesn't have to be fancy. The only problem, the only problem, because because it, it is, it should be in every college town. Yeah, but because the drinking age is twenty one, sure. that's a bit of an issue. But other people in town can you college towns. Yeah. have a lot of people people work who are colleges. not in college yeah. like who are recently out of college right 22 23 if especially if the college has a graduate school yeah. component then it's you're fine and now you, if i'm playing you oh. only serve paps blue ribbon <laughs> yeah, yeah no of, of course only pbr here's my or, question or, though like yeah. what if the kids get so fucked up does the laundry take longer do the people get upset is there someone working is it a college kid working the does laundry someone work in the laundry to make sure yeah. because i'm saying to keep them on track because if a kid goes to the bar comes back his shit's been how there about, forever how about he's those, fucked up he puts his clothes in the wrong thing they get how about those vibrating stained. discs Oh, oh, like a cheesecake laundry's Some, done. So someone works in the thing and they see number two is done yeah. and they press a button and it vibrates uh, and in the thing. Could you the, get cut off at the bar? Maybe you only get two, no, however many no, loads of laundry no, you get. Because, how many, no, because that's the money, baby. Yeah, because the dream is that the guy puts his laundry in, goes to the bar, drinks so much, pukes on his shirt. Now he has to do more laundry. <laughs> yeah. this, but he has clean laundry from the laundry he just put in. The cycle continues. Yeah, literally. Yes. It's brilliant, and and, and then that's actually really. Cool. The, I've always had these little ideas, like in college. In the my, entrance, we put dwarves in the dryers. They're spitting around, <laughs> which is come fun, on, which is fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like that claw game machine. This this sounds. There used to be a bar. You, yeah. pr- you probably know this because it's in the dwarf handbook. Like, okay, there was a bar. How do you know about the handbook? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your seriousness when you ask that oh question. My <laughs> oh my I god! Mentioned, I mentioned the movie Room to you, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how I know about the hamburger. Oh, okay. So, the, yeah. so there's there used to be a bar in Sarasota, Florida, where all the yeah. circus folk were. Uh, I'm you not, know, I'm you not know, gonna like this. You know, sir. <laughs> so there was a bar. There was a bar called the Old oh, Heidelberg shit. Room. Okay. Okay, and it Oof. had a balcony. Okay. Like an atrium balcony. Okay. And. <laughs> it was like it was like a German uh, Brauhaus kind of bar, okay, like, German with, like with all sorts of like you know well, German yeah. theme. Oh, and the Germans have never had a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only good. Uh, they weren't totally wrong. Okay, <laughs> okay so so they had um, planes went on time. So <laughs> happy Hanukkah. All the all the dwarves in the circus. Yes. In the middle of the atrium was a trampoline, and the dwarves would jump off the balcony onto the trampoline. They were all the circus performers yes. at the old Heidelberg room. This oh, is totally real. Oh, my God. Now there's no really circus. I think the Springling Brothers out yeah, of business. So I, I miss my calling. I know. <laughs> now it's all this damn Cirque du Soleil French stuff. Oh, you'd be so good in that. I mean, come on. Uh, do you want, have, have you ever been to Circus Vargas? What's Circus Vargas? I'm just going to give a plug for Circus Vargas. Do it, yeah. Cir- it's a family-owned circus What's that? that what, travels what? around. They come they to travel. Los Angeles okay. once a year. I don't know where the hell else they go. And there's no animals. Okay. And it's like a it's like a hometown circus. Okay. It's fantastic. Oh if you God. ever get a chance. Yeah. By the way, 
it's always on Groupon. <laughs> and it's terrific. Sold. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta go to circus. Volume. You had me lost until uh, so, you said it was because a Groupon if you're circus. missing things that are not circus Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where do you go to see like some junkie act? It's like you know we're juggling or, or we're from Russia and we do some crazy crap like under it, a ten amazing freeway overpass. Stuff. That's where you yeah. see that. Yeah, <laughs> the circus is really one of those lost arts that will never get old. You know? No, uh, I mean we've seen like every Cirque du Soleil. Uh, my kid and I. Uh, we saw the scary one in Vegas called Ka. Is yeah, a scary one. I saw that on two that's, Bob Brownies. I almost had a okay. That's heart the attack. one where someone died. Yeah, someone died in the yeah, act. Yeah, yeah. And you're watching it like, why isn't someone dying every night? I know. Like this <laughs> thing is crazy. I know. Yeah. It's just like the jumping on those spinning. And then wheels. they opened again. Yeah. Then they reopened the show. The show must go on, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, or how you say that in French? Ratatouille. <laughs> 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 like yeah. like I, you know, however they say that. He knows French. Too. He knows French. I don't speak French. Put on your resume. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> Willie, you're the best. I right. love you for doing this. Oh, yeah. it's my. This is the best thing I've Did ever you? done in my life. <laughs> and now add it to the resume. Yeah. And now we're all gonna sit down and. And we're, and we're gonna make suds a reality. Okay, let's do it. Not a <laughs> bad idea. You are on social media. You post. I Will- am on social media. Willie Garson. Willie Garson on Twitter and Willie Dot Garson on uh, Instagram for some. Yeah, reason. because some other Willie Garson. So, no, some jackass took it, and we can't get it back from them. Son of Why a not? Bitch. I, I don't know. Someone tr- NBC tried to get do it for me. Get the freaking Sex and the City Army on this. They will fight the, your NBC, I thought for the you. NBC Army was bigger, and they didn't. Oh no! So it's, they are it's, not bigger than the it's Sex Willie and the City Dot Army. Garson yeah. on Instagram and just Willie Garson on Twitter. Yeah. We'll see you at the grand opening for Suds. Okay, I'll be there. In Carpinteria. <laughs> Rub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> that's the slogan. So, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. Right now, during 10 days to deal, financing at $5,250 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2019 Jeep Renegade Latitude. 
Hurry to the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 318-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.